Pets Radio. Row one, seat one. I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. I will. I will. I will do that. I'm gonna find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right, okay. I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like he wasn't a bad guy. As far as who we know. said he was a bad guy, I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy, and I don't want to do that. To this day, I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they fooling in the butt? <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, also, we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, all right. All right, Sean. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Uh, can you hear me? Everyone can hear me. Yep. Okay. Will uh, I have an aneurysm live on air tonight? Yes or no? Uh, let's see. We should put that in the live poll. Will Sean have an aneurysm live on air tonight? Because holy shit, we've got major breaking Patriots news. Uh, we think we're not a hundred percent because it hasn't been reported by Shefty or or Ian or Ian or Ian Rappaport or yet. Pat McAfee, who apparently is like the all to- like all knowing, all seeing. Being now, like he was doing Aaron Rodgers. I mean, uh, he was doing uh, Adam Schefter's job for him the other day. Pat openly says. I know some people, I know some people, and he adds a little flavor to it. He's kind of the new player's guy. If the players want their side publicly out there, they'll go to another brother, and they'll be like, can you get my side out there for me? Anonymously, of course. Yeah. When everyone knows, it's definitely not anonymously. It's definitely through that player, directly to Pat McAfee. I mean, it, it is what it be. So. so we haven't confirmed it yet, but we've got major breaking news coming up here on the show tonight. Uh, obviously, uh, thank you all for joining us. First and foremost, Joey Fats Radio, Row One Seat One Live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. It is another glorious Tuesday evening uh, here in the Row One Seat One Studios. Uh, nice outside. It's like forty degrees outside. Right it is, now. and it unfortunately, it, like it, you can still, it reeks like my grill up here because my grill is like right outside this window no it doesn't and smell the grill at all oh really that's all i smell is the smoke from the grill man you got a good nose then maybe maybe you're mentally fat fat okay if there was something cooking i smell it i'm like my neighbors got home pork all right the other day i was like somebody was cooking the other after like a couple afternoons ago i was like hmm Somebody's cooking steak. And I was like, you can smell it? I'm like, can you oh, not? Lord. She's like, yeah, but how do you know it's steak? I'm like, you don't smell the steaks? You don't smell the it's fat beef. gristling? I'm like, you don't smell beef. the gristle? And it was. I confirmed with my neighbor that was cooking. It was, in fact, beef. Uh, but anyway, Joey Fats Radio, row one seat, one seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We have an absolutely loaded show. We had a loaded show before, before this breaking news came across our desk, what? 35 minutes ago, 40 About minutes ago? an hour ago right now, in which I had a mental breakdown, and I said, if this is the case, I sent a... I can describe what the image is because I can't put the image out there without being banned, or, or I have a... It's a Kermit the Frog injecting black tar heroin into his veins. So that <laughs> you would... You put that up. Yeah, I'm... 
I'm pretty sure you could, but then that'd probably but be... But you cro- get the idea. That'd be some kind of line you're crossing. I'm pretty sure you'd cross some kind of line. It's kind of our thing. Yeah, I mean, it's your thing. <laughs> also, yes. Uh, but anyway, we had a major loaded show. We had a loaded show before this major breaking news came across our desk. Uh, so obviously, we're going to talk about the... Tom E. Curran report. We got the video of him saying that the uh, that the Patriots and Bill Belichick have agreed to part ways at the end of this season. Better uh, be fake. We will get into the Miami Dolphins meltdown in Miami last night. Uh, we will get into the AFC playoff picture, which is now thicker than that chick Riss uh, from Miami. Uh, the you you know you familiar with which one I'm talking about? No, who's Riss? Oh, uh, reality with Riss on Instagram. I'll, uh, I don't know who that is. I just cut my knuckle open. Uh, who the hell is Riss? I'll pull up. A, I'll pull up. A, 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 I mean, I have a phone in front of me. Is she this, is, is it, the, it this girl right here. <laughs> the epitome of death by Snoo Snoo. Is she tall, too? I think she's like six foot. Damn. Yeah. Really? All right. Hold on. <laughs> As I go to my phone. Sorry, everybody in the chat. I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking a quick. Hang on. Let me check. I, I, she, she lists her height rate in her profile. Hold on. Uh, 5'11". So, ah. pretty close. She purposely... Th- you know what? She's probably six feet tall, but she says 5'11". Like, women don't want to be known as tall, so they, like, ramp down their height because there's if there's a five in front of it, they're okay. Right. Let me see if I can find a still here because she Wait, puts a lot of videos. Are you, on, are you on the gram? Yeah. God damn, I hate Instagram. What's the, what's the, what's the handle? Uh, hold on. I'll just... I'm going to... Just do a quick little screen. Wow, I haven't been on Instagram in so long. Um, my first, the first thing that loads for me was Sydney Sweeney. Not, not hating that. Who's Sydney Sweeney? That blonde chick. I don't know how to describe it. This one right here, the one on the right. Is she a porn star? No, she's an actress. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they're all actresses. No, but she's a legit actress. Anyway, um, hold on. So we'll get this picture up because this is this is this is important for for the show, for, for research purposes here. Yes, we're we're gonna share her Instagram to the to the to the show reel. Anyway, uh, what what while you're looking that up? Yes, the AFC, your AFC West, is in very hot contention. We have. Uh, to go over, not only is uh, are the Broncos right on the cusp of taking the division, we have to go over, is Patrick Mahomes overreacting? Are the referees actually dog shit? And was it okay, mm-hmm. was it okay for Patrick Mahomes to react the way he reacted? I, ha- I have a great feeling we're going to be on opposite sides of the fence tonight for opposite reasons, reasons uh, you don't think. Yes, probably. Anyway, the AFC... A, the AFC playoff picture is looking thicker than this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her handle is at reality reality with Riss. I'm on it. I think it is. Uh, yeah, reality with Riss. That's her handle. Or at thick fit with Riss. Uh, you can also find her there. I'm five eleven from heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, if there that, was, if there was that ever ruined it for me, it, it, dude. It is the epitome of death by snoo snoo. Which, if you don't know what Man. death by snoo snoo is, just Google Futurama death by snoo snoo, or just Futurama shattered pelvis, and you'll figure it out. Dude, I just laughed. Like from Halloween, she went as the mom from The Incredibles. That's fucking hilarious. I mean, look at her. 
Oh man, that 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 that's funny. All right. So anyway, that was uh. So that's how thick me. the AFC playoff picture is looking. Um, probably should have had that pulled up beforehand, so we didn't have to have all that downtime there. But whatever, fuck you. We do the show on the fly. Um, <laughs> we don't have production meetings here beforehand. Our production meeting is six days, and then we just talk about basically nonsense, and then get derailed by Paul like farting into a video or doing something stupid with his dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then oh, which by the way, Paul can't be here with us tonight. Um, again, he was on vacation last week. He came home from vacation, and um. You know, uh, somebody got a little sick. Somebody got a little sick. Uh, you know, and um, we, well, he wanted to be responsible and not spread the sickness to Sean and I. So, I, wait, the, the, he I'm is not, on house arrest. I'm not, I'm not mocking Paul at all. But does he know Feel I've been free. sick? I've been sick for like five weeks straight. I mean, dude, I've been sick for like the last two, three weeks. I just haven't shown any like real I symptoms. I was like, like I have my whole life, I have really bad ear infections. Like I have fucked up here in my left ear. Obviously, your wife knows a lot of this. I had such a bad earache from fucking being congested on Friday. I don't go to doctors for anything. I fucking panic call the doctors, and I was just like beep boop beep boop beep boop, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm down bad. Like I'm just make I'm just making up my symptoms. I'm like every time I cough, there's blood. I'm just making it ten times worse. I got a guy today, and he was just like. And I did the virtual thing. The, by the way, the free virtual is the way to go because I'm not waking up at 7.30 in the morning like it's a fucking Disney amusement park to try to reserve my urgent care time. That's, that's bullshit to me. I'm not doing that. First of all, I'm paying, yeah, you 40, I'm paying you $45 to come see you. you. You walk in the room and you're like, how fast can I get you out of here? 36 seconds? Let's go. Like, no. So I did the free appointment. The guy gave me steroids, antibiotics, uh, like a fucking prescription cough medicine, and some fucking ibuprofen. The fucking lottery. I'm going to pay like 20 bucks for that medication. It's going to be less than the whole urgent care visit. I'm happier than a pig and shit. I'm going to stop my steroid pack tomorrow. I'm so happy. Steroid pack, best way to go. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I mean, I, I am a... I. How do I say this? Yes. Steroids are the answer. For those of you that don't know, uh, don't listen to this show. I, I can't wait until they become fully legal. Uh, but nonetheless... Steroids or guns? What are you talking about? Yes. Yes. The world needs more testosterone, more trend, and more AR-15s. You know, I told, I told my wife, I said, I was... Could you imagine how, much, how little crime there would be if every dude out there was running around who could bench like 405, no problem, yoked out of his mind, and just had like an AR and a, like, you know, Smith & Wesson on his hip? Joey, like, Joey, we had that time. It was called the 80s, and fucking everyone did massive crime. But the cops were jacked. The fucking criminals were jacked. That's everyone, not true. Everyone did coke. No, that wasn't true. Nobody was on. Not, there was not nearly enough steroids on the streets in the eighties. Oh. There was guys that were using them, but not more than there is now. Because now you can go on just late night TV and they just prescribe you tests. It's like which everybody thinks is a steroid, which is not. It's just a hormone, which is a replacement. So anyway, but we won't get into that. But if you just had like everybody just yoked out of their mind and juiced up. And just like slanging guns everywhere, nobody would fuck with anybody because they were like, "Well, no, like I don't like I like myself. I don't want to die," and it would just check a lot of egos. Be like, "Yeah, I'm jacked, but like, so is that guy and 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 that guy." And oh, I got a gun, but so does him, 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 and him, and her, 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 and her. And you know what? Give one to every child too. Let them start at like you know, 14 years old. You're allowed Jesus. to legally carry. Fuck it. Let's just go. Let's just go full the other way and just see what happens. Because you know, this way ain't working. You know, 
You got pissed off teachers at UNLV running up and shit because they don't get jobs trying to shoot people. Listen, I mean, I, 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 there's already too many kids with guns. I don't want any more kids with guns. Like how many kids with guns? Because I don't think there's enough kids with guns. No, no, no. I mean, like I see like one kid who gets told like his artwork looks like shit, and he turns into like a fucking mass murderer. Like I'm all set. Like Adolf Hitler. That was where I was going. Because that's yes. pretty much what you just described. That's exactly where I was going. But I wasn't so trying. Like to, I wasn't. One guy. I wasn't trying to say Hitler. <laughs> So All like right. one guy in the history of the world gets shit on because thank his paintings you. suck. Thank you and for he's making like, you know me what? feel like a piece of shit. I'm going to genocide the Jews. Yeah. Fuck them. You see what happens? Yeah. And then, you know, here we are, like, what, 80 years later, and, like, half of our Congress is actually, like, you know what? Let's genocide the Jews again. Actually, like, whoa, he, he didn't, whoa, even, whoa, he didn't even have a gun. They just gave him a fucking microphone, and he went to town, and everyone was like, oh, this guy He didn't is- need a gun. That was a crazy thing. But he was handy with one. Dude, Hit- they, they said the two... Nah, I can't get into this. <laughs> Because it's gonna go down a fucking bad. But I mean, it's, it could be worse. I mean, if you really, if you want to genocide the Jews, just like uh, you know, just be like, uh, put on your uh, Harvard application. I hate Jews, dude. I don't know. I want to genocide them, I, and I they'll just know. be like, "You're in." I don't care what way, like you lean. If you're like pro Palestine, pro Israel, I don't care what way you lean. If you have the head of a fucking school, like Harvard, and they're just like. You could absolutely say, like, death to all Jews, and we'll be okay with it. But you cannot say death to all Palestinians. Like, absolutely not. Like, that to me, that was just, like, the most... Well, no, you should care which way they lean, because there's only one way to lean here. No, no, no. Because if you're pro-Palestine, you're pro-Gaza, you're pro-Hamas... But I'm saying you can take the fuck off, bro. I'm, I'm all no, set no, with you. I'm saying no. I'm saying like like you have. I drew that hard line in the sand weeks ago. You can, you had to draw that hard line in the sand. I have to be on the fence. And being on the fence <laughs> for many reasons, being on the fence, if you're someone who's just like, oh, I'm pro-Palestine because I'm Palestinian, I have family out there. Yeah, fine, whatever. That's that's great. I just want to let you know, like, you can't be saying, like, I think all Jews should be annihilated. If, no, you you had, if, if I met somebody that actually had family in Palestine, we're going to go down this rabbit hole real quick. Damn and they were like, and they were like, I have family that's, you know, that lives in Palestine and they live in the Gaza Strip and, you know, they're pro-Hamas. And that's why I'm I'm anti-Israel. I mean, well, why are they supporting a government that wants to rape, murder, and kill everybody in the Western Hemisphere? I mean, that would just be the simple question. I mean, it's not hard to figure out. Yeah, this is it's be- a pretty it's a pretty black and white issue. It's it's actually what's funny about this one is it's one of the more black and white issues that I've ever seen, and yet people are still trying to like, you know, like smudge the lines and make them gray. And it's like, nope. No, no, no. You paradropped into a concert and raped and murdered innocent civilians. Uh, that's not very cool, bro. Sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say you're the dicks. Well, they've been oppressing us. Okay. Well, why did you rape, murder, and kill innocent people? Well, they rape, murder, and kill innocent people of ours. Why? Because you paradrop into their concerts and kill, kill them first? Because like, we can just keep playing this like who did what first game and go back until 1948 ish and and even before that but it doesn't matter no 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 i draw a line i stand with uh i stand with israel i stand with my jewish friends and uh if you are pro hamas pro israel uh, pro palestine and you're one of those people Dude, there's no way you can take a fucking hike there's no way i've seen people i don't have anybody in my friends list that that, is, that has said it, to be honest with you but i have seen people in public publicly hold up like like free Palestine stuff. There was a there was a pro Palestinian uh, rally in New it, Bedford a couple of days ago. 
Was there? I it was on New that. Bedford Guide. New Be- we posted it. I didn't see it. New Bedford Guide posted the it. video. That's and it. I commented on it on Instagram, and I said, let's make sure that we identify anybody who's local at this rally so we can make sure that we know where they stand. What? Is your neighbor across the street, do they still have lights? What? Can you see that your neighbor, they have lights on? Yeah, why? Dude, the guy across the street from you diagonally, yeah. all the power he just lost in his house. Oh. It was like something out of like a horror movie. Sorry. It's just like everything was on all of a sudden, black. And there's nothing on right now all at the same time. It like freaked me out. I don't know. Yeah, just saying. I mean, the so son, his, anything his, happens. His son's an electrician, so I think he'll be okay. <laughs> he's playing with something. He's like, and there must be something about Harry. Plugs <laughs> in the whole house fucking blows maybe, up. Maybe he plugged in one too many light bulbs. You know, one too many Christmas Oh, lights. the Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. But no, I did not know about the pro-Palestinian. Yeah, there was a pro-Palestinian rally down in Bedford. And I said, you know, make sure we identify anybody who's local that's there. So we can know who they are and exact and just out them for exactly what they believe, which is they're they are pro Jewish genocide. So if you are of Hebrew, uh, if you are the Hebrew persuasion, uh, anybody who was at that rally, they want you dead. Just so you know, they want you dead. That's that's their ultimate end goal. That's and there is no middle ground on that. There is no arguing it one way or another. But anyway, if I anybody if anybody that's listening was at that rally, yo, I'm I'm, I'm being honest. Call in. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd uh, love to hear I, from you, and I, I'd love to hear your pro-Palestine stance. I would just love to hear like your point of view to to, to just be like, I we, we wouldn't cut you off. Maybe Joey will. I wouldn't cut you off. I would let you finish what you have to say because I I'm generally curious. Listen, we've built this show from day one as an anything fucking goes kind of show. Except for that one kid who called up, and he, he kept saying. Saku D's nuts. I just missed that guy. Oh yeah, that guy was great. Fortnite is that Fortnite, Fortnite kid? kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah Fortnite yeah. kid. I miss that kid. Um, R.I.P. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, Lisa. We're getting to the sports stuff. We're 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 getting there. This is we always start the show like this with like kind of some random off topic thing. Oh yeah. This was not what I had no, in mind. No, no, no. We're starting um, off with Belichick, just, and it went it went down the yeah. Hole. We just we just went down a, a quick rabbit hole. Um, but anyway, all right. Let's get to let's get to the sports because I all would. Right. I could gladly do two and a half hours of just Palestine Israel stuff, but we'll leave that for the uh, the the, uh, the the other shows on this channel. So um, should we go right to the Belichick news? Well, I think we got to start right with the Belichick. I news think we have because to. It's this still is fresh. this is kind of the biggest thing. Maybe this is the biggest piece of news so far this year. The Especially trade, in this region, the, the trade deadline really didn't. You know, muster up any big, big conversation. Nope. There's been no, you know, there's been injuries. I mean, the Broncos did kill Justin Herbert on Sunday, which was cool. Um, so that's that's dope. Yeah, fractured hand or something. Now? Yep, yep. He's done for the season. Yeah, it's already um, late in the year. Who cares? But yeah, they had no chance anyway. The fact that Staley is still not fired is beyond me. Oh, but, he is a hundred percent fired. Like, how does how does Brandon Staley still have a job today? On the same day, we're finding out Bill Belichick might lose his. Is going to lose his at the end. Is is already lo- or has already lost his for yes. all intents and purposes. Yes. Bizarro world. So do you want to do you want to play the Tommy Curran video? Yeah, real no. Quick? Let, let's, let's play the Tommy right, Curran video because this is the important part. Let's set the table. We're going to play the Tom E. Curran video, which is where this news originated. Because originally, I saw it from Barstool and a couple of other uh, outlets that I wasn't quite, you know, I wasn't quite believing it. And, you know, when, listen, Barstool is one of those places where I love Dave Portnoy. You know, as uh, Jerry Callahan always says, smartest dumb guy alive. Uh, he is, he's, he's awesome. I love everything he fucking does. 
except, you know, maybe the sexual assault stuff, but that's mm-hmm. alleged, you know, and, you know, hey, listen, innocent until proven guilty. So uh, until the man's proven found guilty in a, in a court of law, I ain't, I ain't touching that. Um, but Barstool is not known to be a news-breaking entity. No, it's, but it's going- not. It's not like, you know, you don't got Woj Bombs or Shefty or Rappaport yeah, no. or these insider well, guys or, like you said, Pat. Pat McAfee. They had Pat. Yeah. And Pat left. Who? Uh, Barstool. Oh, right. McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was their guy. And they also had, in baseball, they had uh, Jared, uh, what's his name there? Carabas. Carabas, thank you. But yeah. now they've, they've all gone. Yeah, they're all but, moved um, on. But this is this is a report from Tom Curran. Tom Curran, I know, uh, he's a local of Lakeville, Massachusetts. Been in, been with the Patriots, following the Patriots for about thirty years now. As long as I can remember, he's he's been there since the mid nineties. He's been here since Parcells. He probably started his rookie years, but Parcells was still here as coach. So he's been around for at least thirty years. He's very well connected. You may not always agree with him, but he gets a lot of his information deep from inside Gillette. So, yeah. So so he it's, is very it's, well. It's tied reputable. In. It's reputable. So, so here's, take so here's a listen. This is on. Uh, I don't know whatever show Trenny's on. NBC Boston. Okay, let's just say for argument's sake. They went out. They, the, the, the Patriots went out. They beat the, they beat the Chiefs. They, built, they beat the Bills. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Jets, which that one doesn't always seem so difficult. Um, is there any chance that it reverses course? When they came out of Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made and they were going to play out the string. And at the end of the year, there would be a parting of the ways for a variety of reasons. I think and I was told this specifically, but the main one being, don't fire Bill Belichick during the season. It's just not gonna happen. Additionally though, he's an asset. He's under contract for another year, which we reported after ESPN or NFL media reported there was a long-term extension in place that would keep Bill locked up long-term. It's only through next year. So that would not be an impediment to them changing course. So there you have it. That's the report that Barstool and everybody else is running with that Tom E. Curran said tonight that they have agreed to part ways at the end of the season, the Patriots and Belichick. That while in Germany, Kraft apparently was so hard that we have to win this game in Germany that when they lost, he was like, it's over. Like, we have to end it. Like why? Like why Germany? Why? Like be, I get it. It better not be because we're expanding the league. We want the no. I don't fucking care about Europe. Hundred percent about that. Uh, I, right. I, and I don't, I or don't at least that had care. that had something to do with it. It's not hundred percent about that. You have it. the greatest head coach of all time. Yes, I get it. He's having a very the greatest bad year. head coach of all time all in time. any sport. Yes. That's yes. above Phil Jackson. Uh, it's above Joe Torre. It's above like Popovich. Whoever you want to put out there, a hundred percent. And uh, Red doesn't uh, matter. Red's up there too. Red's Red's phenomenal. Right? Red was phenomenal. Uh, Pat Riley was phenomenal. Yeah, but they're not Bill Belichick, dude. Okay, so he. I get it. Belichick is seventy-two. He's up there. He did said he never wanted to be Marv Levy. He is now Marv Levy because he's about the same age mm-hmm. as Marv Levy is coaching, and or was coaching. The biggest thing to me is I hear people give me the same. Local media retorts. They tell me, oh, but look at his draft picks in the last 10 years. Nobody has signed a second contract. I'm like, what does that matter? I, and that, that, That's my first question. First of all, I don't care, okay? If the guys we're drafting are producing enough to win as much as we did, why does it matter from 2013 to now you're complaining? You made 
five Super Bowl, four Super Bowls in that time, and you won three of them. Yeah, what's the bitch? What, what are we what complaining are we, about? What are we bitching about? Are you complaining that Belichick made a mistake with Mac Jones? If you want to say Mac Jones complete bust after the season, sure, I get it. I understand. Mac has massively regressed. The quarterback play. This year. The quarterback play has been bad this year. The Patriots regressed. There's a lot of injuries. The line stinks. Everyone is going crazy. But right now, the defense is playing out of their mind with their best players out off the field. Their team is playing out of their mind defensively. They just If they had a, anybody score 10 points, they win the last four games. 10 points. It's all it needed to win the games. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't understand the amount of people who want Belichick outed because they're like, well, he hasn't drafted well. And really, we just need a restart. Why do you want to do that? What is the best outcome? When was the last time you saw a team that was garbage, right? Mm-hmm. You're, getting rid of, you're getting rid of the best coach at its worst possible time to get a new coach and saying, well, he'll fix it. No, yeah. there's no guarantee. Who's going to fix it? Who are who, you going to go get? Josh McDaniels? Robert Sala? Like... He, who Johnny, do you no, want? Durant, no, Mac did not suck last year. That was that was a complete that's a complete like Boston media thing. He sucked this year, hundred percent. But he was not terrible last year. Absolutely. No, not. Mac was not the problem last year. At no, all. not at all. He got fucking murdered out there, and then shit happened this year too. So, but he was he, and, was, and, he was bad this and, year. And you and I talked about it this weekend at your at your son's birthday party, uh, and we we both said I think we were talking to your dad. It was and, my dad, and yeah. we were we were talking to your dad, and we were like, for you and I to both be hundred percent all in. High on the Patriots coming into the year, and for both of us to be wrong, like that's never happened before. Like you and I have never. Normally, we don't see eye to eye on the Patriots most years anyway. Yeah, of course. And not. the one year we do, we were both dead wrong. And they were like the like, worst season of all time. Yeah, it was. It's it's but, a little bit. It was a little bit alarming and like a little bit of a kick in the nuts but to does, you and I. But, but doesn't that almost like like put up like a warning flare of like. Something's not quite right this one year. And what have we been talking about, Sean, the last couple of weeks, it's, right, it's or, been... or months? What have we been? What What is my my theory? What has my theory been? On the Patriots only. On or? the Patriots side of things. On the Patriots, your theory's been Bobby is not running the team. Oh yeah, Jonathan oh, is oh, running oh, the you, team. You're going up there. And then we get the article that came out this week, this past week. That said, and I could pull it up, and I'll pull it up in a second here. That basically, and they didn't name, they didn't say Jonathan Kraft, but they said Kraft has limited Bill Belichick's expenditures the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. He has handcuffed him in free agency. Mm-hmm. He has handcuffed him in terms of moves he's going to make. Meaning they are trying to save money, consolidate money. They are trying to cut costs. Is and that because you did a $350 million out-of-pocket expense uh, a, a rehabilitation to the stadium? Now, we have 117, uh, about $117 million in cap room next year. I'm assuming we're cutting Juju and a couple of other guys that we don't need. I'm assuming that. If we don't spend next offseason and we don't have Bill Belichick, that should send up the John Henry Red Sox flares all over again. A hundred percent. That means your franchise is dead at that point. Oh, it's a hundred percent. And it dead. just goes. It just goes to back up my theory and back up what I said that Robert Kraft 
is not and has not been running this team for the last couple of years. I think I think Bob Kraft stopped running the team when he had the uh, massage parlor thing. I think I think the family stepped in and was like, "Dad, I think it's time." Like and like it, you, you, and you, he turned over the keys to Jonathan. Yeah, you're still gonna be the face, Jonathan. You're still gonna be PR. You're still gonna do all the all the the, the nonprofit stuff. You're still, as everybody knows, it the face of the Patriots place. But behind the scenes, it's gonna be Jonathan Kraft. Yep. And the and the two brothers were like the and, three brothers were like it's, this is it. And I 100 percent believe that my theory is dead ass on because Jonathan Kraft is not investing in bill belichick that was his dad's guy he doesn't want anything to do with it he they they got rid of brady they forced brady out of town brady forced his way out of town however you want to look at it Mm -hmm. there was a a mutual parting of ways if you will Mm -hmm. brady still had a little lead left in the pencil luckily for him as a quarterback as a free agent you can hand pick wherever the fuck you want to go and he was like hey you know what, uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and uh, yeah, I'll bring Gronk and Leonard Fournette with me. Yeah, I can make that work. Yep. You know that's cool. Absolutely. This is one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, I can go, I can go play down here and maybe win a Super Bowl, and they did. Absolutely. Despite Brady throwing three interceptions in a championship game again, uh, as per is 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 his mo. But nonetheless, he went and won one, and that shifted the narrative so hard. Onto Bill, yes, and I think when that happened, Jonathan would just—he was like, "Nope, I'm all set. We got to get rid of Bill. We got to rid ourselves of this cancer, of this old. It's—it's it, it's exactly. And here's the thing: if you think as Patriots fans, you know, getting rid of Bill Belichick, because I heard a couple of people draw this comparison. Oh no, several people have drawn the comparison you're about to make. To Landry getting fired by the Cowboys? Yes. This is not it. No. This is not the same thing. Absolutely not. This is not going from the 60s, 70s, 80s into the new era of football. This is not Jimmy Johnson, like, coming in, you know, from the U. You're not getting Jimmy Johnson coming in from the U to coach the Patriots. What happened after Bill Walsh left the 49ers or moved on from the 49ers? George Seifert took over, and they won one. Exactly. But. But they, they were not but, near, was, but they were not nearly as successful. That was fucking Bill Walsh's team. Yeah, right. George Seifert rode Bill Walsh's team. 100%. Yeah. Same thing with fucking, uh, Jer- not Jerry Jones, um, Jimmy Johnson, and what's his face that took over? Um, Barry Switzer. I was going to say Barry Sanders. Barry Switzer. <laughs> Barry Switzer took over for Jimmy Johnson's team, and it was just it was just 100% all, all in on that was still Jimmy Johnson's team. Belichick has the, has the M.O. of after Thanksgiving, the games matter. Mm-hmm. Even this year, our team got better defensively after Thanksgiving. So it's funny you bring that up, and we'll get into this in a minute, because we were talking about, uh, I, was, I was arguing, argue, not arguing, but debating, going back and forth with a bunch of Broncos fans. Mm-hmm. And the one, the, you know, the Broncos arguably have the biggest in-season turnaround that we may have ever seen. In NFL history, and you know, from one and five to seven and six, and one game out of the division lead is on is uncanny. Well, the Giants did but, that too. But when we were no, they didn't. Well, not like that. Not, not that like that. Not, not, not like that, that drastically. But they were crap. But to to sit there and sit to sit there and, and we were we were talking about all the top defenses in the league because since the Broncos have gone on this run, they are mm-hmm. the number one defense in points allowed. Uh, actually, the number two defense in points allowed since they've gone on this run. The only team that's better in that same span is New England. Is New England. 
and we have all of our best guys and they're out. but nobody talks about them because they're two and seven because they're or, or two and ass. nine or whatever the, the offense is legit ass because they're fucking horrible yeah and that's a credit to Bill Belichick so if you think you're gonna go out you're gonna let let go of Bill if you New England fans think that getting rid of Bill Belichick and going out and getting a fresh face and a fresh this I got really shitty news for you. It's, Welcome to hell, motherfuckers. It's, it's because going to be nightmare. you are no longer the cream of the crop. That patriot mystique, that that you know the snowflakes falling in Gillette in a late December game means nothing. Means nothing means anymore. Nothing. You don't have Bill. You don't have Tom. But most importantly, you don't have Bill because every single time, I mean, look at we we talked about it every fucking year we talked about in the Rams Super Bowl Sean McVay looked across the sidelines he saw Bill Belichick and pissed down his fucking leg he got up to him pregame I love you man like everything you do is so good like like everything like the way you call games the way you game plan oh I'm just it's just great like it's such a pleasure to play I'm just I'm so happy to come here and lose to you like like I'm sorry if I'm a Rams fan I'm like all right, thank you for ball washing the other team. And Belichick's like, all right, good luck. And like walked back. Belichick didn't share anything. Belichick's like, oh, yeah, good job, and just left. That was like the biggest thing to me was that you have the greatest coach of all time. Another coach. Sean McVay is no no slouch. Mm-hmm. Great offensive mind. I actually like Sean McVay a lot, and I know he might be retiring soon or whatever to start a family, and that's that's good for him if he can do that. But there is no way you could have another coach go up to your coach and say, Everything you do is immaculate. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. It's like, dude, you're already giving up. Like, that's right. like, like that's like such like a so mental. Oh. Here's and and here's the thing. And to to kind of Lisa's point in the in the New Bedford Guide chat here, and Lisa, thank you for listening. In. We appreciate it. Um, to her point, you know, she says so many teams have backup quarterbacks. Some are looking. And and she's something has to change, and I and I get what you're saying in terms of like in New England something has to change. Absolutely, something has to but change. The last thing you want to change is the greatest head coach of all time in yeah. any sport ever, because clearly what Bill's specialty is, which is defense, special teams. Okay, always has been. It's never been offense. No matter how good Brady may have made the offense look, we all know Brady was a system guy, right? Brady, had, you know, it started with hundred percent system guy. It, it started. It started with uh, 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 Fatty that went to Notre Dame and uh, Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss, thank you. Fatty Notre Dame. Yeah. I was like Charlie Weiss. Yeah, yeah. it started with him, mm-hmm. and then it went, and then it was it was grandfathered down to McDaniel's, and then you know Billy O, and so on and so forth. But Bill was always in control of it. Bill was always in control, and we all we can go through the numbers. I mean, we can listen. I can go through the numbers. I can t- I can give you show you Tom Brady's average starting position based on special teams. I can tell you how many special teams points and defensive points the Patriots scored during Brady's tenure, and compare that to Manning, uh, Rogers, and Breeze, and it's like astronomical how many more. How much how much Brady benefited from all those things. So that's why when people sit here and tell me like, oh Brady the goat I'm like, yeah, okay, bro. I'm like, you probably think the fucking Rams uh, Chiefs game is the greatest fucking Monday night football game. Don't of get all me started time. on that. Oh, we were gonna get into that later. Because <laughs> you and I have been going at it on Twitter. Um but X. no it's <laughs> X. X gonna give it to you. Um But the the point I'm getting at is Belichick is the greatest to ever do it in any sport. Yeah. So to remove that element from your franchise, 
you are not just ending an era. And I'm not saying that the era wasn't going to come to an end. It's bound to come to an end. It's bound to come to an end. But the problem is, is that it should have come to an end at Bill. Bill knows when he's done. I think after and next I, year. I, I think Bill knew. I think Bill knows better than anybody. Yes. When he's all set. Yes. And if Bill's not all, if if this is not Bill's decision to walk away, which I don't believe, by the way, this was reported, it was. And I think if Bill goes and gets another head coaching gig somewhere else, which yeah. I think he will. Oh, 100. This, uh, they already said there's nine teams that would be interested. Nine as head coach. Nine teams. Nine. They said nine right off the bat. I mean, that's just – I, I can picture 16 or 17 picking up the phone. Half the league is going to be picking up the phone. What, 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 if half, what if the whole league picks it up and says, hey, maybe you're not interested in coaching anymore. What about, a, what about an Ernie Adams role? What about you set up in the booth and you just tell us you're a consultant now for us? What do you think? Like I, I would do that in a heartbeat, even if I wasn't the damn Patriots. right, I would. Um, just to have that kind of mi- that football mind. And you said Lisa in the chat, right? You said make a change, right? Yep. I'm going to give you an analogy. Everyone knows Gordon Ramsay, Master Chef, right? Gordon Ramsay has all these Michelin stars, all the success, does great things. Everyone knows what a phenomenal cook he is, right? Mm-hmm. One of his restaurants fails. He happens to work at that restaurant, right? That's his restaurant. That was one of his original restaurants. The restaurant's failing. Do you fucking cut bait if you're if you like like run the franchise with them? Do you say we're gonna move away from actually Gordon Ramsay because ah the restaurant he was at having having some bad times like maybe he's just too old? No, no. It's it's things happen sometimes. Yes, to be as good as we were for twenty one years, that is an immaculate and incredible. It'll never be duplicated. It, it, you will never see that again. Maybe not in our lifetime. Maybe nope. in somebody else's lifetime. You, you like you you won't you you're not gonna see it with with Reed and Mahomes. You're you're not gonna see it with. I don't give a shit. Name a quarterback in the league right now yeah. under thirty. You're Absolutely. not gonna see it it's, with them. It's tough. It's you're, not you're, happening. You're 100 percent right. But I, I'm just saying you can't. And make, that's not even like a thick thin limb. I'm going out on to say no, that either. You're not. Like, I'm I'm literally betting the field here. If you want things to change, yes, I agree. I think if you change. Fuck it. People are talking about our local media, okay? Our local media this week has said maybe the Patriots do have something in Bailey Zappi. I almost threw up in my mouth reading that headline oh because of God. a half a half a game of Bailey Zappi throwing three touchdowns has blindsided people. People are so desperate for any kind of scoring for offense. They're like, maybe this kid is it. No, he's not. He's not the answer. But if you drafted a guy... If you drafted Jaden Daniels, if you drafted Drake May, eh, I don't want Caleb Williams. If you happen to get Caleb Williams, and then you bring in uh, a Kirk Cousins something like that and have like that program of like, here's the vet, here's the rookie learning, or just baptism by yep. fire for the rookie and have a great backup, that's going to win you games because your defense is so goddamn good. That's the thing. You have the greatest defensive-minded coach in the world. You have Billy O'Brien, who's who's a great coach. I know the offense isn't doing well this year, but to tell me he's done great in uh, the NFL, he's done great as a head coach in Houston, there's there's just no way you're telling me that these two head coaches can't figure it out for one no, more year. And I think that ultimately comes down to the quarterback. It comes down to the kid. And unfortunately, oh, Graham's in here. Graham, I think please Mac, call in. I think Mac. I think Mac. You and I both had high hopes for Mac. We mm-hmm. were both on Team Mac. We both thought that Mac was going to be the guy. And I, I remember sitting here on this show and saying, like, God fucking damn it, you fucking Patriots fans, you spoiled motherfuckers, are never going to have to know what it feels like to fucking truly suck for a long period of time, because you're going to get Mac Jones and you're going to return right to the playoffs. 
And for the first two years, I was right. And it just so happens this third year, oops, the wheels came off the bus. Can, can I tell you something? I did something I never usually do. Someone on, on X, a Patriots fan, is just like, go back and watch the highlights, like the four-and-a-half, five-minute highlights from the Patriots-Eagles game, uh, week one game. They said, Mac Jones tore up the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. He said he looked like a whole different person. Dude, there was, there was a couple throws. I remember him making like throws off his back foot, falling away, sidearm, like he was Jay Cutler he in his lost, prime. He like, lost all of his confidence in a matter of like five weeks. Yeah. But that that week one game, but he again, brilliant. But again, if you're... if. And maybe this is where we were. We fucked up with Mac. We didn't know if you're that easily shattered. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Sure what do we, is. We, we give. We we talk about Caleb Williams being the next guy to be like that. Maybe Mac Jones was that guy. We just didn't realize it 100%. because he played under under Nick Saban at Alabama. He played with NFL and we talent. Just, we just assumed because he played under Nick Saban that he was hard as a rock. That he couldn't be cracked. That just made me feel he was hard as a rock. Mm. <laughs> Six to midnight, but. No, maybe maybe we we oh, I mean Durant, we misread that. Get the fuck out of here. Durant, just tell me you hate Mac Jones and just get on with it. Yes, I know you hate Mac Jones. He's like the Eagles defense is trash. Like the fucking Eagles defense is playing out of their mind. The team that the Eagles team and the 49ers are like the two best teams in the NFL right now, bar none. I'm just saying uh, for one week. What? What are you going to say? You going to say Denver? Shut the no, I'll say up. Dallas, but I don't trust Dallas. I'm not I don't trust him either, but that defense is silly. I don't trust Dak. Durant, call in if you want. But don't sit here and piss on my head and tell me it's raining and tell me the Eagles' defense sucks. I mean, they are pretty bad. They oh, are worst up. pass defense. Oh, okay. No, nah, right. I mean, they are kind of giving up a lot of points a game, dude. They're like literally 28 out of 30. No, he, he, he said worst pass defense. That, I don't know. He might be telling yeah. the truth there. All right, I apologize. I read that wrong. Yeah, no, the, I thought you were telling me the fucking D- Eagles defense is dog shit. I was like, hold the fuck yeah, on. Yeah, and he, honestly, if he wasn't, I'm going to I'm gonna correct you there. Even if he did say that, he wasn't wrong. They're 28 out of 32 in points. Allowed. All right, yeah, yeah. See, so he's right. So he's right. So I jumped on him quick. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, okay, maybe pass defense, you're right. He was right. In comparison, Dallas is fourth. <laughs> so... Um, oh man, Dallas is so good defensively. The one thing I worry about Dallas is just two things: I don't trust Dak, and they have no real running game to speak of. I mean, think about this right now. Season long, right? Okay, forget the last seven games. Yeah. Season long, the Broncos' defense has given up less points per game than the Eagles. That's and crazy. we gave up 70. seventy to one team in one game. Yeah. So, ah. so Durant, you got a point there, but the Eagles defense is shit. But I do remember watching that game. I love that front seven of the Eagles. And I so. do, I, I know, they got, the, uh, what's his name there, my boy from um, from uh, Georgia, the oh, defensive the, tackle. Oh, the guy who may have witnessed the murder, Jalen Carter? No, 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 the defensive tackle. Uh, was it Peterson? No. No, I'm thinking of the kid from Tennessee. Yo, you're throwing me all off with these names. Peterson? No. No. Um, Jordan Davis. Oh, Jordan Davis. Okay, okay. Jordan Davis. I was like, Peterson. I didn't even have to look it up. I was like, wait, hold on. Give me a second. Jordan Davis. He's like 6'5". They still got Fletcher Cox. He's like 32 years old. And he ran like a 4'8", We're like, what the fuck? Like, motherfuckers that size shouldn't be able to move like that. But Oh, my God. Um, uh, Joseph Pimento in the chat. He's like, beware of Joe Cool Flacco. <sighs> he already got demoted to the practice squad again. Like, But that's the most Brown shit ever. The Browns finally get a productive quarterback under center, and they're like, Get out of here. 
They're like, how many women did you rape? Zero? You got to go. Yeah, all right. You didn't rape anyone? <laughs> Joe Flacco fucking killed it on Sunday. Unbelievable. And why the fuck the Cleveland Browns, with that defense, wouldn't roll with that guy? Because, the, I mean, they're in it right now. Did you see? The, the Browns are in this thing. I mean, they're in the, they are part of the thick. They are eight and five. Joey, did you see when the Browns brought in Joe Flacco to potentially sign him? They flew him economy. Yeah, and there, and there was a guy in the plane who was like, "Yo, Joe Flacco was sitting behind me in the flight." <laughs> Joe Flacco's six six. His head's like crushed down like this, pathetic. waiting to board. It's pathetic. The Browns are a pathetic franchise. I hope nothing. I hope all the bad things happen to them and no one but them. Oh fuck, Joe Flacco too. He couldn't upgrade his seat. The cheap bastard. He, he took a free ride. Yeah, he took the free ride. Cheap pr- he, he probably he made, didn't even think he was going to sign there. He made two hundred million dollars throwing a ball deep and praying for a flag. Yeah, you know, I mean, as much as that twenty twelve run pains me to talk about for Joe Flacco, he don't you do it? Did set the record for most touchdowns without an interception in a postseason. You, they're all flags. <laughs> I just, mean, then he got within like fifteen yards, just threw it to the end zone. No, 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 he did not. He threw some bombs. He did throw bombs for flags. No. No. Tory uh Tory Smith torched us before Jacoby Jones did yeah, in that game. Tory Tory Smith I think had two touchdowns in that game. Deep ones too. One right at the end of the half. Oh, Steve beat, Smith was in that team too. That's and he right. and he beat the brakes off a of fucking champion. No, Steve Smith wasn't there yet. No, he wasn't. Not in the 2012 team. No. Oh, not in 2012, but later he was. Though. Oh, later on, yeah, late. No, he was on the, I think the 14 team that played the Patriots that when uh, Amendola yeah, had the past Edelman. Because this, I'm still pissed about. Steve Smith was supposed to leave Baltimore and come to New England for a free agent visit. In that 2014 crazy offseason of like uh, the, the arms new- race between yeah, the Denver arms and race, New England. Right? The reason why he didn't make it to New England is because there was a blizzard in Baltimore. The team said, we're just going to not let you leave. Like, we're going to just keep harassing you all night until you sign. He said, fuck it. I'll, I'll sign. But he was he never got to go to New England because of a snowstorm. But but what if Steve Smith got added to that New England 2014 team? I would have been like so. Well, I mean, they happy. won the Super Bowl regardless. So. I know, but I would have been so happy to have Steve Smith, Julian Edelman, Brandon LaFell, Gronk, and uh, and Steve Smith out there just punching dudes in the face like on routes. Oh, like, Keep Tlaib was on that. He's no, like Keep Tlaib wasn't on that. He's team. like I'm gonna run this slant. Pop! Just punches and punches the DB in the face mm-hmm. on his way by. <laughs> I love me some Smitty. I do. I love me some Steve Smith. He's, he's, he's still great. He's still he's still a real guy. He's, he is. He goes out there, he just tells you the truth. Yep, he does. And, you know, I mean, uh, and we'll get into the Broncos in a little bit, but uh, maybe Jerry Judy needs to uh, hear it from Steve Smith one more time because, uh, you know, well, yeah. JJ, a couple, couple big drops on Sunday, bud. Did not did not come up. I don't get what's happening with him either. I don't either. I don't either. I think he's just. I think he's, he's full of himself. I think he's in his head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 774-992-8702. What else? Uh, what do you What do you want to do well, next? Well, let's let's effectively close the book on Belichick. Unless well, we're not going to we, we never fully close the book on yeah, anything. So if anybody us, wants to call in and and talk about and Belichick being uh, terminated at the end of the year, which looks now uh, like it is one hundred percent going to happen, uh, courtesy of Tom E. Curran on uh, I don't know whatever show Trenny's on NBC Sports Boston tonight. Is the exact sponsored name. by Abella Insurance? Yes, that's it. Yeah, so Abella Insurance. Yeah, I was like, like that Thanos meme. We don't even know who you are. <laughs> you don't know who we are yet until I get into an accident twenty minutes after I leave here. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna know me. <laughs> you're gonna know me, damn. All right.
Um, or at least at least that at least your your one representative named Sheila is gonna know me for a long time. We can go two routes. We can. And she's go, got the hunky fireman calendar in her cubicle. Oh. And she likes to eat Ben and Jerry's at night, and I know she likes Grisham's. She likes to curl up. What with is this from? Book. I don't know. It's, I thought it was from something. I thought you were going like Terry Tate, office linebacker, or something like that. I have that. no idea. I'm just making shit up. Oh, I thought I was, like, I was like, is you going on the spot with this? Yeah. We can go uh, Miami collapse last night. We can go Shohei's big deal. All right. Let's so let's stick with football before we get into baseball, and then we can go Patrick Mahomes meltdown. And then yes, we'll do Patty Mahomes meltdown. So we'll do Miami meltdown, Patty Mahomes meltdown. And then we'll touch on baseball at the end because, honestly, as big as a story as the Shohei Otani thing is, I think we're going to cover it in like 30 seconds. Dude, I, I think it's completely illegal. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. Um, all right. So, funny fucking story about last night. So, obviously, I, I worked yesterday. And yep. I got out of work. And I think it was like six, five, five, six, seven minutes ago in the fourth quarter, I get in my car. Start my car, put on, you know, what I put on the radio because I was going to, I'm like, I'll listen to the game on the way home because I was, uh, I was invested. I had a four leg parlay uh, between the, you know, the two Monday night games. I put together a four leg parlay. Okay. I had uh, anytime touchdown for AJ Dillon, anytime touchdown for Derrick Henry. And I had the Titans, uh, I had the Dolphins to cover at 13 and a half. And I had the Packers to cover at six and a half. So, the only thing that hit was Derrick Henry scoring a touchdown. AJ Dillon didn't. No. But for a minute there, it looked like I was like, well, you know what? If I'm going to get, you know, I'm I might get two out of two out of four here. Like at least it'll make me feel a little bit better about myself that I was half right, and you know the Packers just fucked me mm-hmm. because I get in my car and it was what? Uh, it, it, was, it was three minutes to go. They were up by fourteen. It was thirteen. It was twenty-seven thirteen. Right, it would, no, but it was it was thirteen like t- like uh four thirteen fourteen when I got in my car, something like that, yeah, something like that, and uh, whatever it doesn't matter. I know it, it couldn't have been that thirteen ten whatever, and and they score, they go up, and then they get up because I needed two scores. There was so I needed two scores out of the Dolphins, and I'm like, all right, no, I need you guys to get up fourteen. It's twenty seven thirteen. It was thirteen thirteen. That's what it was. They scored the touchdown like five minutes ago. I'm like, all right, cool, like. Let's get a quick pick six here. Maybe a fumble recovery. You know, maybe a fumble. Some big defensive play. Sets him up close. Boom. Punch it in. They cover. They get the 14. We get the cover, right? Yep. And I'm only doing this, and I'm only saying this because I just, I want to feel better. I already knew the, the outcome of the, the Packers game. I, I knew I wasn't going to win that. So my parlay was torpedoed regardless. But nonetheless, I get there. Boom. All of a sudden, you know, Will Levis fumbles the snap. The Dolphins recover it. Ashane into the end zone. Bang, it's 27-13. I'm like, all right, chutch. Like, there's my cover. 14. Three minutes to go. Nothing's happening. Like, this ain't, nope, not a chance in hell. Like, Miami's defense is going to put the clamps down. There's no way in hell. They don't even get, they, they got to go for touchdowns. Miami's going to play them on that, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to see tits. Okay, cool. Not that I care. I'm not winning anything anyway, but it's just for my own satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I shut the game off. After they score that touchdown to go up 27-13, I'm like, all right, like right, I'm going to listen to a podcast on the way home. I throw on, uh, I think it was the DNVR Broncos podcast I listened to on the way home last night because <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd already listened to Dan Bongino and, uh, and Triggered, so I was all, I was all caught up there. Um, but I was like, all right, let me, let me get into this Denver podcast because 
they got Todd Davis in there. They got some good some good guys in that podcast that that host it, and they know what they're talking about, and it's good for Broncos football. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me listen to me, you know, my shit. So I'm enjoying myself. I'm walking out of work. I'm getting home. I come home. I get home. My dog's all happy to see me. I come in. I make a turkey sandwich because I forgot my I forgot to like bring food to work, so I didn't eat all night. And okay. I get home, and I make a turkey sandwich. I go downstairs. I'm playing. You know, I'm listening to my DNVR podcast. Playing Beirut. With, you know, the dog loves when we play Beirut, so she's chasing the balls like. And I'm just down there, you know, firing ping pong balls into solo cups by myself, listening to a podcast. And I'm scrolling. I happen to open up Twitter and I see Clay Travis. I never stop believing. Anyone who stopped believing is a loser. This and that. I see 28, 27. And I'm like, how? I'm like, this is a lie. I'm like, he's trolling. I'm like, there's no way. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I go and I like, and I go, I'm like, wait a minute and i start seeing like oh my god what the fuck like all this shit and i'm like hold on i switch on espn i go to you know sports center with scott van pelt and i see will levis throwing the touchdown to make it looking jacked as fuck to make it 21 27 i don't like what's between the ears of will levis i think his brain is duh i think he's a big dumb jock but the man is everything I want in a physical specimen for a quarterback. Fuck yeah, dude. He looks like he was cloned from Ivan Drago's son <laughs> from Rocky IV, and he's training in that high-tech lab and punching the bag, and it's saying like 800 power. And he just like, stands there, and they just inject him with juice. Exactly. They're just giving him steroids, with a needle that says steroids in the arm, which yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. It says steroids, so it must be. Yes, exactly. I don't need to know what's in it. Just he give it to me. He throws a touchdown, and he just goes, yeah. And I'm like... He's just crazy vascular. I'm like, listen. I'm like, listen. I might fall in love with this man. Like, <laughs> like I just want a jacked quarterback at this point, Maybe. just so I can be so impressed with how he looks because he looks like a effing machine. Also, I saw, I put I put the game on late and I saw him fold Jalen Ramsey in half like a fucking chair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think I was like I might become a Titans fan just because of Will Levis. Jalen Ramsey's like, I mean, I'm gonna tackle by your hips. Snapped his whole body. I'm a in big half. Will Levis, Will Levis fan. My God, that whole game was. I'm a bigger fan of his girlfriend or ex girlfriend. Ex girlfriend now. No current girlfriend again. I think. Oh really? I think they're back oh, they together. Worked they worked it out. Why well, she didn't? She was doing Burger King commercials. Didn't work out. I, listen, man. I don't care what she does. She can do whatever she wants. Um, but are you ready to join me on the island of relevancy to steal a, a wrestling pun? <laughs> that Mike McDaniel is not a good head coach. Wonderful. No. You no, will, I am you not. You will meet me here soon. Joey, they have not beat a 500 team. I know. When they face a good team, they fold. I know. When, they have, when they're forced to make good decisions in time crunch, they make horrible decisions. Eric, our Dolphins friend, he says this team is horrendous with time management, horrendous in crunch time. And he's the biggest Dolphins supporter we know. I know. And I, I don't. I don't like to put too much stock into that usually, but this is becoming harder and harder to ignore if you're a Dolphins apologist like I've kind of become. I like Mike McDaniel. I think Mike McDaniel's a smart kid. Offensively, yes. I think he's going to get it right. Do I think he's going to get it right this year? No. I Like I, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, my dream matchup would be a rematch in Miami wild card weekend and you just stomp out the and we just shut them out i would die laughing and it would be the most poetic justice because it would just be that's the way their season went 
And then we turned our season around, and Sean Payton comes in and just like taps him on the shoulder and is like, I, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be an asshole right now for no reason." You know, how you have that Brady getting his knee blown out shirt. Mm-hmm. I would just have that shirt remade with Mike McDaniel's face on Brady's helmet, <laughs> and just like a Dolphins defender, who's the what's his name, Jackson, just blowing out Mike McDaniel's knee on the sideline. <laughs> oh, when he kicked him in the nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd just be like, ah, I'm like, that's my shirt now. Like. I like Mike McDaniel, but you can tell he's young. Yes. And he's, like, when, for perfect example, If you, I don't know if you've watched the Hard Knocks in-season thing with the Dolphins. I haven't watched any of the Hard Knocks in-season. I've watched, I watched up to, I was, whatever the, was it Thanksgiving against the Jets? Uh, yes, I think so. Whatever, it was the Jets game. The one where they had the Fail Mary. Okay. Where the Jets threw the Hail Mary, yes. the Dolphins picked it off and ran it back. And... Mike McDaniel, they score the touchdown, and Mike McDaniel starts sprinting across the field to the locker room. Like, that's his thing. That's what he does. Yeah, that's not cool. And he sprints across the field to the locker room like, ah, 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 and then, yeah, like, and then, like a child. And everybody's like, dog, dog, dog. We're going to kick the field goal. Like, it's not the end of the game. We still gonna, he's like, oh, shit, right. Like, one, one, one. Everybody back. One, one. Everybody back. And, and like, ended up, like, on the other side of the field. Like in a like little new like zone, and then what? And then turn around, walk in the tunnel. But it's like, dog. Like I get it. Like that was a sweet play, and I like Mike McDaniel. Again, I like him. I I do. That was an awesome play. But you've got to be more aware than that. Like this isn't the NCAA. This isn't the junior leagues. Like you've got to be, as the head coach. Hyper fucking aware of every single thing that's going on. You need to stand there and go, oh, we're going to get it. Oh, we're going to get it. Okay, we got it. Yep, kick it, kick it, kick it. One, kick it. No time, kick it. Yep, we got no time on the clock, kick it. Like, you've got to be the one to tell everybody, like, yo, chill. You can't be sprinting across the field to the tunnel. That's not him. Because you just, you know, you, you picked off a Hail Mary, which, again, I've never fucking seen that before in my life. Nobody has. I don't think I've ever seen that. In all my years of watching football, in all the years I've spent watching football before I was alive, I don't think I've ever seen that one. You know, outside of maybe like a blooper reel, and even then I don't think I ever saw it. So for him to do that, and that right there kind of puts me on your side a little bit more, where I'm like, "Mm, maybe he's not. You know, maturation-wise, he's not there yet. He's not. No, he's not as a coach. And to me, my my public feeling of Mike McDaniel is that he's too worried about trying to be the good guy friend of the players. And he's almost like Michael Scott from The Office. He's like, do I have to be liked? No. Do I want to be liked? Yes. It's almost like one of those things where it's just like, so the answer is yes, like so, you have yeah, to be like. Right, right, right. And right. it makes me laugh because he has like those tendencies where he's just like, he walks in and he'll like make fun of himself. He'll be like, oh, I guess I'm a little short on time. It's like, dude, come on. Like, I get it. I get you trying to be punny at all, like, but it's like too much. It's like you just lost a big game. Like the last thing you want to be doing is making puns to the media. Like they're not your friends. Like they're here to shit on you. Right. And say you did a fucking bad job. Right. Just remember that. The media is not your friends. I mean, um, if, he was in, if he was in New England, they would have they said this guy's a rat. 
they, they, they would have they would have questioned his beliefs. They, they would have said he was cheating on his wife or something like that. Oh, they, they would have made shit up. All the stories the about him in the world. would be making shit up about him. Shirley Long would be like, fucking smite this motherfucker. Um, They'd be like, is he actually black? Let's look at his DNA. Yeah. And they would not like fucking running DNA out. Like, who court. wears joggers and sneakers as a head couch? Gah. And again, he doesn't wear laces on his sneakers. And, and, and I like that. I like that about him. I like that he's his own guy and he's doing his own thing. And I think the guy's got a, a future in this league, much like, you know, McVay and Shannon. Absolutely. Um, Just but, not as a head coach right now. That's my opinion. If it was anybody else, like Kyle Shanahan looks like a head coach, acts like a head coach, coaches like a head coach. Yes. Mike McDaniel was his understudy, maybe needed some more time in the oven to cook. He, like, he was a cake. Yeah. And instead of having him for 45 minutes in the oven, you took him out at about 38. He's not there yet. He's a little. He's a little soft on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's a little. <laughs> I don't know what my food analogies are. I must. A little... I think I fell asleep watching like an ASMR like <laughs> cooking video, and now I'm like Gordon Ramsay. I'm like it's fucking beef Wellington. Yeah. And uh, uh, Lisa, to your question, yeah, we'll get into the Achilles injuries thing. Uh, What's the uh, Achilles shortly. Injuries? The amount of Achilles injuries this year that we've seen. Oh, ridiculous! I know. Oh, over the moon, over the top. But it's just that's always being cheap. I mean, I, I we got to get rid of the turf, right? Yes, it's all turf. Every single player is like, dude, it sucks. They're like, we'll take it hard as fuck in the winter. They're like, it, there's so much more give, though. Yeah. Turf is just like snapping people's Achilles left and right. Yeah, I mean, you saw Jalen Phillips go down, and if you watch that episode of Hard Knocks, like it was kind of gut-wrenching because you see a guy who battled through a lot of adversity to get to where he was and then to you know, have his Achilles rupture on a play where, you know, like a non-contact injury like that mm-hmm. and see a guy's season and maybe career just come crashing to an end and, and that quick, that just sucks. And that's the human side of football, and I get it. And, you know, a lot of people want to humanize football players and everything else, but you know what, dude? I'll tell you right now, there's somebody on that team that's super glad that, you know, not glad, but is not apologizing for Jalen Phillips' Achilles failing him because – He's going to step in and now make his money and get his name out there. Absolutely. And and do his thing. Jalen Phillips, if you see that guy without a shirt on and you see that guy walking across the field, you'd be like, oh, that guy's a bodybuilder. No, that's an NFL athlete. That guy is just shredded. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yoked as fuck. And he's yeah. funny as shit. I like him. I mean, he's, he's a big cat guy. You know, I'm a cat guy. So, you know, we, you know it's it's cool. It's He's cool. He's I, a cool dude. He's one of, and, those, he's one of those players... I don't even mind. Like sometimes, I like players in the Dolphins. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, Tyreek Hill when he got injured, I was like, ah, I'm not upset about that. Like too, too bad, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> that's just my own personal belief. Well, did I you know see his? Uh, did you see his his wife get nachoed? Yeah, it was her own fault. Knocked the nachos out of the guy's hand. Yeah. She was like flipping the guy off. The guy's like, you punched the nachos out of my. The guy hand. was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And it's like, she's and like, you like, know who my husband is? He's probably going to beat you up in like five minutes anyway. It's like, well, actually, no, I'm not a five-year-old, so he's probably not going to beat me up. Three-year-old, actually. Sorry, whatever. Um, but he was practicing boxing with his three-year-old. Listen, I... <sighs> Can you imagine me two years ago being like, hey, Joey, I, like earlier today, I just bought up a pair of gloves for cold, taped them up, and just had bopping them in the face repeatedly for hours on end, just teaching them. You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? I'd probably just assume you're, like, getting him ready. <laughs> like, all right. I mean, listen, if you want your kid to be Floyd Mayweather, then, I mean, that's the way you got to do it. But <laughs> you're getting a hospital bed. Like, he, has, he has several concussions. You're like, I don't know. He's just sitting there doing that face that he made when my dog popped his ball. Oh, man. He still talks about that. That's awesome. 
I don't even know how he remembers that. That's crazy to it's me. Fantastic. No, he's only two. I know. He was remember, a while he's like, ago. He's like, remember when Lana popped my ball, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, nah, that's it. Yep, that's it. He was traumatized by that moment. Yep. He, he, saw the, like, he saw them teeth, and he's like, this dog ain't friendly at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she's over there giving him licks and kisses. And I know. Like, he's totally fine with it now. But it's he's like, like, dude, don't worry. She's, she's not a pit bull. She's not going to eat you. She may bite you, but she's not going to kill you. No, no. He's fine with Lana now. He talks about oh, Lana all the time. Yeah, no. The cat he doesn't trust now. He's like, ah, oh, I think the cat likes me. Well, cats are like that. Yeah, but he now he picked up on it. He's well, like, oh, the dog's friendly. The dog wants to come see me, and he plays fetch with Lana, so Lana yeah, like, yeah. likes well, him too. Well, the cat doesn't. The cat doesn't go up to anybody except I think my mother-in-law. But the cat is just like pulls out a gun and like holds it, and he's like, oh. I don't know if she goes up to my father-in-law too, but my mother because they come in because they take care of our animals while we're away. Gotcha. So they know, like my animal, my like Mia knows, like okay, like when my mother-in-law, and my father-in-law come over, like she's like, oh shit, it's treat time. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She waddles her fat ass up the couch onto the banister, and she's like, what's up? Feed me, bitches. And then she, you know, does the routine. She does the cute kitty routine, so she makes sure she gets her treats because that's how she gets mm-hmm. them. Um, she knows she, she, th- there's no free treats in this house for my animals. They got to work for them. You know, you got to do something for me before I give something to you, you know. Until, until somebody else takes care of them. Like, yeah, and then, sitting. yeah. Or, or, like, my mom will come over, and my mom will just be, like, dumping out the whole thing on the table. She's yeah. like, here you go. And I'm like, Mom, like, what the fuck? She's like, but she's so cute. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, she can't have that many. She goes, Yes, he can. She's fine. She'll be fine. Um, I'm like, yeah, great. I'm like, you gonna come over and clean up our puke later? She's like, no, of course she's not. Like, no, that's your problem. She's like, I'm the grandmother. I'm here to spoil my grandcat. She uh, be- before we get off the Miami topic of the head coach, one of the Miami question. Team turns back into a pumpkin when the clock strikes midnight and Tyreek Hill goes down. Mm. Big telltale sign. That the whole team is like that 2000 and 2009 Patriots team where it's like you just get you get Randy Moss over the top with two guys, you push down on Welker, and that's it. The whole offense is shut down. And you go 10-6 and six and one and done in the playoffs and get routed. Um, like I said, my dream scenario is a wild card weekend matchup in Miami. If this Miami team faces Denver Broncos right now. We win. Broncos win. No, no problem. Absolutely. Because you know why? You're over 500 now. I know. And the Dolphins are like, forget it. We're done. We're they're like, cooked. They're like, wait, you guys don't suck? Fuck. And that's a mental thing by the team, too. The team knows it now. And it's like you said, it comes back down to coaching, though. And, again, I think Mike McDaniel's got a lot a lot to learn as a coach. I think he's going to be very good in this league for a long time. Hilchie brought up a good point in our chat. Hilchie said Bill Parcells with the coach. Of course, Hilchie knows this. Bill Parcells with the, with the, the Giants the first two years was known as a very friendly player coach. And year three, he became the tough love guy and basically started like teaching, treating his players yeah. like shit, and then it became... And else. then it was, oh, where are the Giants? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he would... You know, my favorite thing about him, like, of Parcells, though, was when he criticized Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor had, like, a... I don't know if it was a fumble recovery or an interception return for a touchdown. And Bill Belichick was like, is that play... Uh, Bill Belichick, Parcells was like, is that play in the fucking playbook? And LT just looked at him and goes... Nope, but it should be. And that was kind of like when LT was given carte blanche to kind of just play football and do whatever yeah, he wanted. Yeah, and that was when LT was making so much money. He was just taking his check, folding him up, and throwing him in his locker. And Bel- Belichick walked by one day and told him, like, are those game checks? And he goes, yeah, I don't have time to cash him. Like, I'm, I'm too busy. And he goes, it was about ninety dollars to $110,000 in game checks that he just had folded up in his locker. And Belichick <laughs> was just like, like almost, you could tell, like just totally. But back then, that's like the equivalent well, of like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand today. Yeah, like a million bucks. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, oh, really cool one thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Edelman and, Br- and Gronkowski did like a, like a two-hour podcast oh. recently, right? I and heard the- about this. I didn't listen to it, but I heard about it. Fucking hysterical. So much Patriots nuggets. They just talked about like how great of a coach Belichick was, and they asked each other, would you go back and change it? If you could change anything about like where we played and when we played and things like that. And they're like, not a thing. They're like, they're like Belichick gets a lot of shit, but like he's the best. Yeah, they, no shit. But, like, everyone's just like, yo, Belichick's... Even the players now are like, yo, he's great. But they talked about um, Gronkowski throwing Sergio Brown out of the club and him, yep. push, and him pushing him all the way back into the... Uh, like the scissor lift or whatever it was. The lift of the, yeah. the cameraman. And then he goes, I walk back in the sideline. He goes, I knew I was in, in trouble. And he goes, Belichick just says to me, nice block. <laughs> and I go sit back in the thing. He goes... And then during game week, he goes... He goes, do you remember that to Julian Edelman? Julian's like, I sure do. And he goes, during game week, he showed the highlight of me throwing this dude out of the sideline. He goes, Belichick laughed in the front of the room. He goes, I felt so proud of myself. He goes, I felt better about myself making Belichick laugh and happy, <laughs> beating the shit out of another man instead of winning the Super Bowl. That was the uh, Jonas Gray game, right? Yeah. The 200 yards, Jonas they, Gray they game. Bring up, they bring up uh, Deflate Gate, too. Yep. And they were like, oh, they were like, <laughs> Gronkowski's like, Dude, we ran 300 yards against you. We beat the shit out of you guys. Gronkowski was talking about the Colts players complaining when they're playing them too rough and they were up by so many points. He goes, the players on the field were telling him, like, you guys like can like lay off now. Like, we're not going to come back. The Colts players in the fourth quarter were telling him, like, we're done. Like, we're not we're not going to keep going. And Gronkowski was like, yo, we're going to keep going. We need this for next week. Like, like we're still in the playoffs. You guys are done. And they said after the game, they were like, oh, the air has affected the ball. And Gronkowski's like, yeah, the fucking air. Not us beating the shit out of you for four quarters. <laughs> he goes, we ran 300. He goes, he goes we could have used a beach volleyball and beat you guys. Yeah, facts. And then the, the, Bel- Gronkowski says his, his team he hates the most is the Colts and the organization. He goes, I just hate everything about Indianapolis. He goes, I hate, he goes, I hate everybody. He goes, he goes, not Manning, though. He goes, he goes, obviously Brady's our dude. But he goes, Manning's all right. But he goes, I, the rest of that organization was dog shit. And he goes, Pat's okay. But nobody talked to punters when he was in the team, so that's all right. <laughs> it's true. But kickers hey, aren't if, people. If you want to listen to it, like you can find like like a bunch of the clips on. You don't have to listen to the whole thing because a lot of the thing is like just them joshing back and forth. But there's a lot of good clips of like them talking about um, things that had happened during the organization that were like national news, and they blew off. They were like nobody gave a shit about that inside the building. Like we didn't care. Right. No, yeah, they did, and, and obviously it didn't affect them until it until the league tried to affect them yeah. by taking away Brady and they took away Brady and they went three and one anyway and it was like whatever like oh yeah again was that the team was so great or was that coaching uh probably coaching yeah because you effectively lost your best player in Tom Brady at quarterback you definitely lost your best player. then yeah. you lost Jimmy Garoppolo your backup quarterback yeah and Jacoby Brisket comes in Jacoby Brissett comes in Breaks his fucking thumb on his throwing hand, and they still win. Yeah, that was against the Texans, right? Yeah, and yeah. then we lost against the Bills by like we lost against the Bills by like six points. Yeah, but they shut out the Texans. That was the Brock Osweiler game. Yeah, that was 2016. Yeah. The Brock Osweiler game. Twenty, but, I think it was 27. But yeah, but by all means, let's jettison Bill Belichick because of one bad season. Yeah, please. Makes no sense to me. Remember when Brock Osweiler thought he was going to do better outside of Denver? Remember when Brock Osweiler took his helmet and slammed it on the ground when he saw Peyton Manning run back on the field? I do. That was a great day. <laughs> and I love Brock. Brock I'm, goes to grab his helmet. He's like, it's my time to shine. Peyton Manning, <laughs> for a meaningless like fourth down, Brock, motherfucker. Oh, no, that was a meaningless thought. That was a, not a meaningless fourth down. That was uh, the Chargers game. I thought that game was already in the bag at that point. No, we were down. 
bet we were down at the half. Were you? I thought you were up. And Brock went out for the opening drive of the third quarter. I think we were down like 14 to 6 or something like that. And they caught Brock Osweiler in like a corner blitz and he fumbled it. And it was a couple of things that happened that weren't really Brock's fault. But just the way it played out and Kubiak looked at Manning and said, you ready? And he was like, yeah, obviously I'm ready. And he started warming up and that's when you could just hear the crowd start like going nuts. And then... Peyton came on the field and willed us to a win and the one seed and the rest is history. We won the Super Bowl. And Brock is like, you piece of shit. Yeah. And he was, Brock was pissed. He was pissed. But that's what led him to, you know, jettison that team because he was like, well, you guys didn't stick Yo, with he me. He got so. paid anyway. Who cares? Oh, he got his. He got his. And not much more than I think Elway was offering him either, which, you know what, honestly, I mean, we went into quarterback purgatory after that with Trevor Simeon and, you know, fucking uh, Paxton Lynch. But would it have been worse if we had kept Brock Osweiler? Probably, yeah. I mean, it might have been. Yeah, he Because we lost Kubiak after 2016 anyway. So, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, what, what, what do we have left? What well, that, we that, was the end, that was the end of the Miami talk. Let's go to the yeah, other so, bitch fest. Oh, so, well, let's... All right, let's do the other bitch fest. Oh, we have to. Do we have the video for it? Oh, no, we don't. Do you have it? Oh, I can get the video. Yeah, get me the video. So, yeah, let's, let's cue it up. I'll get the video to you. You get me the video. I'm going to go pee. What? Wait a minute. You want me to get the video and talk? Yes. God damn it. No one in the chat's talking. What the hell am I going to talk I, about? I don't know. Just talk about anything. Uh, right. I can just talk about whatever to nobody because Joey's going to go take a piss. But while I'm searching the video, I want to know. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, kiss my ass. So I'm gonna let people know ahead of time. We're gonna be talking about the Kansas City Chiefs game, and the most important part of the Kansas City Chiefs game is the end of the game call. Now, if you haven't seen it, we're gonna show you the video. I'm gonna look for the video right now. It's gonna be the Kadarius Tony, one foot, one toe over the line that essentially caused the Kansas City Chiefs to lose that game, or did it cause Kansas City Chiefs to lose that game? And it depends on your interpretation of the rule. Technically, if you go back and watch the cameras, which we'll show you, his foot was clearly over the line. He was offsides. Now, after the game, you get a lot of the Kansas City players, especially Patrick Mahomes himself, who had done a lot of cussing at the referees on the sideline, which was quite the scene from him. He cussed out Josh Allen and the end game handshake. He cussed out the referees at the podium after the game. Very unlike Patrick Mahomes to do that. Kind of a new thing. Andy Reid the next day on the coach's press conference also said he didn't have, uh, you know, his his ruler or w- w- whatever, a protractor to see exactly how much he was over the line, but he thinks it's a little ridiculous. The other ridiculous thing I thought at the same time was Patrick Mahomes said it ruined part of Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame career. That was a little interesting to me. Like, it ruined his Hall of Fame career. It's one play, Patrick. I mean, let's not overreact. You can be upset about the loss. You can be upset about getting things wrong. But let's be real. Kadarius Toney was the problem here. Kadarius Toney had his foot over the line. It's not the referee's job to tell you, hey, get back. Hey, get back. Hey, get back. You're a professional football player. Get yourself behind the line. Make sure you're lined up. Your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, should have told you, take a step back. Everyone has to be in sync. You do all these practices all every, every day, every week, all the time. It's your fault. Take ownership of it. Don't blame the referees for this one while uh, meaningless 
of, of, of a toe it was. I had no outcome in the play, I agree, but that's not the point. The point is, if you wanted to start just saying, well, that rule shouldn't count, then let's just start going through all the rules and then start doing rules that shouldn't count anyway. So as soon as Joey gets back up here after after my like gigantic spiel, which I had fucking no time to look for the video because I'm giving a synopsis of the whole goddamn thing. You did great. Of course I did great. You what did you, great. What do you think? I don't talk for a living. <laughs> no, you did. You did fantastic, sweets. Um, I, I, I love. But you, which which offsides call do you want? Obviously, we're going to talk about Kadarius Tony. Obviously, it's the toe that offset the world. Do you want Patrick Mahomes' reaction? Do you want the actual toe? Yeah, no, let's do the the Patrick Mahomes' reaction because everybody's seen... Because we could go through... It's like a Zapruder film now, too, because you have all these fucking... Chiefs hardos on Twitter trying to say he checked he checked with the ref and the ref didn't give him a signal no he didn't he didn't check he didn't check with the refs at all the entire game he looked and pointed by the way I said that as you were downstairs no he didn't look and point well he 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 glanced he glanced over but he never but he never not the referee's job to tell you you're offside you got to get back No, no no usually all right so the way it works is. If you're in a verse, if you're a receiver, and I've never played receiver, but I've talked to a bunch of them, watched it. Uh, when you're a receiver, you walk up and you'll see them, and they'll always do one of these, and they'll kind of, you know, point down the line. And a lot of times, you'll see the official go like, you know, be like, like give him one of these or one of these, and 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 tell them to back up, and you'll see them shuffle back a little bit. Okay. That's a normal thing. Like, I remember, you know, you always see them. They always do that. They always look and they always point at the ref. You, you, you watch on Sunday. We good? Yeah, I know. Good? And the ref will be like, yep, you're good. And, he'll, and, and then he'll get into his stance. That's a normal thing. Sure. Tony didn't do that the entire game. No, Tony is also not a once. shit player. He is. And not one time did he look over at the official to check to make sure that he was on side. So why people in Kansas City think he would suddenly do it on this one crucial critical play is beyond me. And a play that, not for nothing, you didn't know was going to be great until after until, it happened. Until Travis Kelsey made it great. To be fair, the flag was thrown as soon as the play got hiked. Absolutely. And I thought it was offsides on the defense because that's usually what that means. Well, um, most of the times those guys try to... Edging there a little too fast. Yeah. Like, but that's the whole point of the game. So I'm thinking, I go, well. I'm, I sent you the video, by the way. I'm like, this. it's it's one of two things. It's illegal formation because somebody wasn't, they you know, they didn't cover somebody up on the offense, or it's offsides. And 99% of the time, 9 out of 10 times, probably 90% of the time, it's offsides. So I'm thinking, like, all right, free play, you know, whatever. And it doesn't matter. It goes to the touchdown anyway. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, Kansas City loses. Kansas City wins. We're probably not going to catch them anyway. But Buffalo losing, that knocks them down a little bit. But I'm like, also, we have the tiebreaker of a Buffalo. So I'd rather Buffalo win this. I'm like, ah, either way, it really kind of works for the Broncos, no matter what is what my mind was thinking. Then they call the offsides. And I'm like, oh. And then they show the replay. And I'm like, what? A fucking He's idiot. He's an idiot. And immediately, I'm thinking, because immediately when they call offsides on the offense, I'm like, what? I'm like, and I'm thinking like, wow. I'm like, on the day Frank Wycheck passes away. And that was a great we get play. Travis Kelsey doing his best Frank Wycheck. That was great, too. And it was like, almost like it was written. Like, I'm going to pay homage to Frank. 
and throw this shit and create a miracle here because we need one. And I think I tweeted it or Facebook. I forget what I, I either tweeted it or posted it. I was like, shades of check on that play. And then the flag came out. And I'm like, these fucking over-officious jerks. I'm like, nobody is here to see you. Nobody cares about your flags. Why the fuck are you throwing it? And why are you ruining this play? And then I saw the replay and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. He's 100% wrong. Never mind. I'm like, Kadarius Tony's a fucking idiot. This is why the Giants fucking got rid of him. Yep. They couldn't have gotten rid of him faster. He was dumb. He was, he's just dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. And I'm like, and I sent both videos too. All right, let me get. The- I I sent the toe video of the of the re- of the play, and I sent the Patrick Mahomes reaction video as well. I did not send the post game. The post game's a little too long, and it'd be it'd be really boring to people that wanted to watch it. But the post game video is just basically Patrick Mahomes going up there, complaining about the play, complaining about the officials call on the play, and then complaining that it took away from Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame career, and now that play can't be shown when he gets to the Hall of Fame. To me, that was like, that was a little, like, bitch, like, jab. It was just like, well, oh, have they lost? it's like, oh, it affects his Hall of Fame career when he gets inducted. It's like... Who? Dude, Mahomes? No, Kelsey. Oh. Because they can't show his throw from that play, because that would have went on his highlight reel. It's like... Dude, like, don't, don't shut the fuck yeah, up. Don't go down that route, okay? Like, what happens if Mahomes? Be, I'm sorry, Mahomes. What happens if Kelsey becomes like a pedophile or something like that? You know what I mean? There ain't gonna be no introduction video, so relax. Hey, watch this. I'm gonna call it now. Isn't I heard because my life is now Taylor Swift. If you watch the NFL, they give you Taylor Swift updates all the time. Isn't Taylor Swift's birthday coming up like this month or some shit like that? I'm pretty I sure it is. Honestly, wouldn't fucking know, and okay. I wouldn't care, and that's not even something I would retain. Wait, I'm going to tell you something right now. 100 bucks before the end of the season, before the before the Super Bowl even hits, before basically fe- February, Travis Kelsey's going to propose to Taylor Swift, and it's going to be like national, national news all over the place. Oh. Dude, I'm telling you. It's because, like, it's like they're going to do the whole strike while the iron is hot thing. You know what I mean? And if anything, he would be marrying into higher money because even though he does well as an NFL player, she makes like next level. Like she made billions at this fucking tour. She made five billion dollars. Yeah, no, trust me, Kelsey's marrying up in this in financially. I mean, but have you seen his ex girlfriend? She's gorgeous. I mean, what the fuck, dude? And like, he cheated on her. There is not a chance in hell I would nab Taylor Swift over his ex-girl like not just based on looks alone looks alone I don't know but have you seen this girl talk here is Taylor Swift yes you are 100% correct his ex her ass is inverted (laughs) it's like Tom Cruise and Top Gun we were inverted Taylor's ex kind of kind of uh Instagrammy though if you know what I mean like Kelsey's ex, yeah, she's oh all, yeah, no, yeah, she's, she's definitely a Kayla, Kayla, Kayla Nicole, whatever her name is. I am Kayla Nicole, I think is her Instagram handle. Wow, uh, like whatever, dude, I don't care. I don't, she's definitely Instagram hot, probably way hotter on Instagram than she is in real life. But when you hear her talk, you're like, ah, but, you're kind of a dumb. Okay, that's fine. She can be kind of dumb, but looks wise, like, what are you dating Taylor Swift for? Substance, really? Maybe he is. Oh, is that he it? He likes the catalog. He's oh, like, oh. nice to meet you. This is like when this like when this is like when Cheryl Crow dated Lance Armstrong. <laughs> She's good. She did. Yeah, remember? Because after he had no. the, after he had the nut removed, and it's like, wow, 
It's really big of you, Cheryl Crow. I didn't know that. Hey, Family Guy did a whole steal, like a whole stick on it. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, like everybody's like, "Wow, you're such a, you're so brave for dating him." That's it. Really shows what great character you have. And it's like, shut up, shut the fuck up. You don't know why you're doing it. Tabloids, tabloids, tabloids. You get your name in the tabloids. That's all it is. Um, no, let's. I'm so happy we we were on this game because. I think you pretty much summed it up, but this is the single greatest bitch fit that I have ever fucking seen thrown by any player. Wild. And this includes Tom Brady when, like, Terrell Suggs almost touched his knee that one time after he came back and, like, and Rodney Harrison had to tell him to take the skirt off and play football, Tom. Like, that. It, this includes that. Yeah. This is the greatest bitch fit I have ever seen. Now, let's, let's look at the play first. Play first. Are we are we still gonna be live talking? Yeah, so okay. we'll we'll still talk on it. So here you go. Offense lined up in the neutral zone. Wow. Fans lose their mind. Tony was lined up. Got to be Tony. Zone. I so love the way they say Tony Travis sometimes. Kelsey, Tony. Who went to Cincinnati at a Cleveland High High School in Here it is. Ohio, an old quarterback. He's, right, look at him. He's, he's lining up with the defensive lineman. Like an improbable touchdown. That it just can't happen. These receivers can't get out of the way of hurting that, the that, team. That's right, Tony. At the end of the game. <laughs> Romo's just like Jesus Christ. He's clearly in sabotaging this man. It's not a play that you want to split hairs with, but when he is that clearly in the neutral zone, you have to call that play. He's lined up offside. I mean, and clear as day. Chiefs fans are losing their minds because they're trying to defend this clown. They're going to fight in every game. Where oh it happens. my God! This it is. It, it's, I'm telling you, dude. It's like the next Zapruder film. It's crazy, dude. It's like no, Back he was offside to the left and. To his point, the bitch fit that Mahomes and Reed threw after the game when they both came out and criticized the officials saying, you can't call that in that spot. And it's like, what do you mean I can't call that in that spot? I'm like, if you're going to – so if you're the Andy Reed and you're Patrick Mahomes and you're saying, you can't call that call in that spot of the game, are we going back to last February in the Super Bowl? They're asking for home cooking. When, when they called that bullshit – Pass interference and on, they, against Philly, and they did not at that call spot. That. Yep. Are, are, because if that. we're going to be fair, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't have a ring. If you want that touchdown from Kelsey, give us back your ring from last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to do that? Shut the fuck up. Exactly. You fucking crybaby, fucking losers. And this is what happens when you have this next generation of quarterbacks coming in, and this is as and everybody's and you know. Chiefs fans are just fucking reeling this week. They're reeling. Oh, because oh they're, they're down this week. They are just all over the place. They're showing the video of Brady uh, from Carolina when he's bitching at the ref after it was a blatant pass interference on Gronk in the end zone on that oh, Monday night the game, guy, the, and they didn't call it. The defender was like, the defender was like, honestly, if I didn't hold him, they were just going to score the touchdown. That was the ice up sun game? Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the defender played a smart. The defender was like, yo, I can't cover Gronk. Who was that? It was the linebacker? Was it, it wasn't Luke Keekley? No, it was not Luke Keekley. Was it Brian Burns? I forget. I'd have to go back and look. I can't remember. I think the guy's out of the league now because yeah, of, definitely I think, out of the I, think league now. I think he's the guy that might have had cancer. Oh, maybe I don't know. I so, honestly forget who it was, but, but it was he was honest and he was like honestly he goes he goes Gronk was going to beat him over the top. He goes I just hugged him because he goes worst case scenario they call a flag they play at the one we get one more drive to stop them. But he goes other part of that is he's wide open in the back of the end zone touchdown we lose. So I was like, he's like, and they didn't call the flag. <laughs> Oops. And then it happened to Carolina another time when the field goal went directly over the post, and the referees were just like, it's good. 
And Belichick's like, it can't be good. And no, that was Baltimore. That was Baltimore? That was Baltimore. That, that was, was also the Ravens. I believe that was the same year. Oh, we were getting fucked. This was it, that was 2011-2012. I can't remember which one exactly. But it was all. It was in that same... I thought they were both Carolina. Nope, because you played Carolina in 12. You wouldn't have played them back-to-back years. And I remember that. I remember the field goal one distinctly. I know for a fact it was Baltimore. And that was Belichick's infamous... Because that was the one where Torrey Smith had that... Uh, that was the one uh, Torrey Smith balled out after... What was it? It was his kid or his nephew or something got killed? Uh, no, that was... Um... Tory Smith. It was definitely Tory Smith. Tory Smith. That was his uh, little brother or something. Something like that. One of his fa- someone close in his family got killed, and he was and he balled the fuck out against the Patriots, and they called the field goal, and they called it, you know, and they couldn't tell, and Belichick's like, "This is why I wanted lights going up, so you could extend five it. feet, five feet higher." Yeah, and he goes, "Maybe we can run a bake sale to, to add the extra." Yeah, that was that was that was his one subtle jab. Yep, but he never complained. He said, "Hey, the refs do a good job." He always says that, and he goes, "We got to do better. We got to do this. We got to do that." But it was funny. He was like, "Maybe we can have a bake sale." What, what, what's up? Oh, my my other neighbor's lights just all went out too. Dude, I'm telling you, your neighbor never gained his lights back. That freaked me out. I mean, I'm looking over there. Like, even their windows are dark now. Dude, if all of a sudden, if if I hear some Michael Myers, Michael Myers music stop playing, I'm tossing this desk and I'm jumping out the window. Don't worry, I got guns. No, Michael Myers Evil dies tonight. Oh, that was such an awful ending. And they all they all get that comeuppance. Well, I mean, I thought that ending was awesome because they just went fucking full ham on him and was like, slice, 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 I, slice. I slice. love how it was like guns, guns, like big ass machete. Is and the, Is the street light on right there? No. Come on. You're fucking. Oh, the street light right here. I couldn't oh, see okay. it. No, yeah. there's all this. Light. Okay, there's all this lights. Okay, all right. Those, the, the ones I just went off with, those, those are the ones on the timer, Sean. Okay. We live in a nice neighborhood, okay? Our, right. well, our, my not neighbors, that guy. My neighbors take care of their, li- they take care of their houses. My house lights. is on a timer. Then you are wildly uh, unfamiliar with how they work. What the? F- not your neighbor. I don't know what's fucking time. 10.30 Not that guy. It's 10.30 o'clock, bro. It's 10.30 o'clock. Um, anyway, what were we saying? Uh, oh, uh, anyways, Tory Smith and the bake sale thing and the Ravens. But yes, um... What was the original point of this conversation? We were talking about Patrick oh, Mahomes right, Patrick freaking Holmes. out with the bitch fest. Right. So this is we're the still biggest. Get his reaction so by the way too. The bitch fit that he fucking threw after this game was just. I mean, when I say this, like warmed the cockles of my heart. It just made me just like I became overjoyed because I obviously we got a good buddy of ours who's a who's a big time Bills fan, right? And. Uh, and he he knows a lot of the Bills guys because he works and uh, he he works for a company that's closely affiliated with the NFL, mm-hmm. and he gets a, and he's he's close and he's tight with some of these guys and and I'm I'm a big Bills like closet Bills fan. Not me. Because obviously not you. <laughs> I, right. Be like you being like I'm a big closet Raiders fan. I'm like well you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but I love Josh Allen. I love the Bills. I love that stadium. I love everything about that team. I, I want them. Like, if they're one of those teams, like, if they got to the Super Bowl, if it can't be the Broncos, it's like, you know, them and the, I don't know, fucking Eagles or the Cowboys or whoever, I'm going to be perfectly okay if the Bills win it. Do you know who my team is? If that would be, I'd be like, oh, I'd be totally happy with them winning it. Who? I've told you this before. Do you remember? Uh, hold on. Don't tell me. It's an NFC team. Yep. Um, Arizona? No. No. Uh, hold on. I have two jerseys. Well, I had two jerseys of this team. 
But only other team jersey. Detroit? No. Close. Minnesota? Nope. Packers, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, Chi-Town. Bears. I had uh, Erlacher. I had Ur- I had Erlacher jersey, and I, I had a um, Briggs jersey. I think I remember you having an Erlacher jersey, and, and I'm Briggs. pretty sure I called you a douche canoe for that. Yeah, because at the time he was dating Paris Hilton. I'm like, I'm not fucking wearing an Erlacher jersey because he's dating Paris Hilton. I'm no, like, I just I like Erlacher. I forgot he dated Paris Hilton. Actually, that's kind of funny. Um, no, I think I called you a douche because I was like, yeah, Erlacher. I'm like, of all the Bears, I'm like, at least get Nathan Vasher jersey. You try hard. Dude, then I you're love. Like, I'm not even a Bears fan. I'm like, oh, all right. I loved. I, he was the guy I wanted to draft the year he was eligible to draft. I was like, that was my number one Patriot guy. What was he? Oh, one. He was 01. Well, we drafted Seymour, so that was fucking max. Was he 01 or 2000? I thought he was 01. Was 01? I'm doubting it. I mean, I, you, I, it doesn't really matter. It was around that time. I just forget. It, it, no, no, it was 2000. Good job. I thought so. It was 2000. Yeah. I didn't remember it being 01 because 01 was... Uh, who was number one in 01? Wow, 23 years ago. Holy shit. Was Vic 01? Was O one no? Thought two thousand was Vic. No, O two was Vic. Because that was the Vic Breeze LT. Two thousand one was Vic. It was Vic. Okay, so that was Breeze LT. I Vic. encourage you to love your animal, whether it dog, yeah. cat, horse, lizard. Oh, O two was Carson Palmer. That's what it was. Carson Palmer, man. That's right. He did not get enough credit as a as a fucking he really didn't, dude. He was he got shit on his whole career. Well, he got chemotherapy in the wild card round in 05, and uh, that was it. Dude, he's only forty two. I know. He's he could young. still be playing, kinda. Oh, he looks bad right now. He looks old. No, I mean, listen. Not everybody ages as gracefully. Not everybody had concussion water, you know. Or uh, then no, not everybody sits in darkness for three days. He looks fifty. He looks rough. Rough. You know why? It looks, like, it looks like he's a guy that stopped working out after football was over. He's like, I'm all done doing that. You know who's like that, too, was um, uh, what was the uh, Joe Thomas, the Browns left tackle? No. He was like a monster like me, and now he's like skinny and like ripped. Dude, he got, he mail models for yeah. companies, and I'm he, like, no, like, but he's, he's an attractive dude. He's like tiny now. Yeah, he's he like lost like 100 pounds after he stopped playing. It's crazy. He's like a marathon runner and shit. Like yeah, it's he, wild. Ran, he ran his first marathon. Yeah, it's fucking insane. It's like Adam Vinatieri goes into bodybuilding, gets all yoked with his kid, and then, you know, like I still want to know what, like, what, what's Deuce Gruden up to these days? Deuce Gruden? Yeah. What, Jay? No, Gruden's kid. You don't remember Gruden's kid? No. Oh, my God. Gr- Gr- John, Google John Gruden's kid right now. He's, he's fucking, like, 5'6 and, like, fucking yoked as fuck. He looks like that kid that's like got the girl cornered in the in the at the house party and doing the th- and doing the thing. You're right. Yeah, he's yoked. He's the Raiders strength coach. Yeah. No. Yeah. His name's Deuce, which I fucking love. He's still with the Raiders. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Kid's fucking crazy. He's, he's the reason why Max Crosby's fucking. Should, you know, potentially, well, he's not going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but he should be in the... Still think, I still think Max Crosby's on some kind of juice. Fuck it, whatever, dude. I don't give a shit. I, you know what? If you if you don't get caught or whatever, I don't care. I, honestly, even, they should just make just it all legal. Just legalize anyway. it. That's all I want. Legalize it. Legalize it. Yeah, you're right. He's a, obscenely stacked. Yeah. And he's only, I think he's like 5'6 or 5'7 or something like that. Like, he's like, he's short. 
He's shorty. He's a little guy. But he makes up for it in width and girth. 5'5". Five, 5'5". Five. Five, five. See, I told you. Dude, he's like your wife's height almost. My wife's smaller than him. I know. That's probably Cole's probably going to be like 5'6". He's like my wife's height. My Cole, wife's like an inch shorter than him. I'm going to say Cole's probably going to be like end up being like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, 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 Cole's going to be short. Oh, he's going to be a little manlet. Yeah. He's hey, as long as he's healthy, that's all I care about. Yeah, no, I know, but but like, trust me, I, we go to the doctor's office, and I'm just like, how are his bones looking? The doctor's <laughs> like, I know you're gonna ask about his height, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I'm that cat. Fuck, that's me. He has an appointment coming up on Friday, and I can tell the doctor's already like dreading seeing me because my first question's gonna be like, yo, how's his height? Yeah, and she's gonna be like, just leave him alone. He's fine, dude. Just give him some growth hormone. They, nah, they just they give, would, just pump him full of shit. He'll be like Ivan Drago in no time. And then you'll be like, this is my son. They're like, why is he 6'6"? Six, six? <laughs> and you're like, genetics. Yeah. They're going to be like. And they're like, what genetics did he get this from? Um, so if you go back like three generations, I actually have some Norse in me. I, I pull out a chart and they're like, you just fucking put Brock Lesnar with a mustache <laughs> on the top of the chart. And I'm like, nah. Nah, nah, that ain't Brock Lesnar. That, that's, that's my Did you great- see Brock Lesnar's daughter, by the way? A.K.A. Brock Lesnar. It looks just like Brock Lesnar. Dude, he has a son that looks just like him, but the son just refused to work out. Damn. Imagine a kid, like, imagine being a Brock Lesnar and you did, your dad's Brock Lesnar and you don't want to work out. I don't know. I don't get that. That was like his first. Now he's married to Sable, who, who looks amazing, by the way, oh, at 50-something. Love Sable. Um, they have kids together, too, but like what was his. My, what was my favorite one? What was her name? Mine was Trish. Trish Stratus. Oh my God! Yeah. Nah, it wasn't Dude, her. Even today, she was fifty-three. She it came was a, back. She was tall, skinny, blonde. Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler. That was the one. All right. Yeah. Stacy Keebler looks exactly the same today as she did back then. All right. Perfect. Yeah. She she's married with like two or three kids. I forget what she has, but she looks like she never had kids. She's like the exact same person. Yeah. The tallest. She's the longest legs I've ever seen on like a fucking love woman. It. Absolutely love. Um. It. Hold on. What were we looking up just now? By the way, I'm looking up Luke Lesnar. Wow. Is it like Arnold Schwarzenegger's kids? Like the one that like is all yoked that looks like him and then the other one that's just like, I'm fat because I live with my mom. No, he's an actor now. The fat one? No, he's not fat anymore. That's Patrick. Schwarzenegger? Patrick Schwarzenegger is an actor now. He's not fat anymore. Really? He used to, he was used to, used to be a little chunk, but in the last like seventy no, years. No, there was like a, he was like fat fat in the last picture mm, I saw of him. No, he's like uh oh, uh, looks like according to uh, Instagram, Luke has hit the gym. Oh, okay. So that's different. He's he's twenty. That makes sense. Oh, he's a baby, dude. I didn't start lifting. Well, his I daughter, was... dude, his daughter's twenty as well. I didn't, I didn't start hitting the weights till I was nineteen, twenty. So look, this this was his son, like from like three years ago, just like a thin, regular dude. Right, but he's not fat. No, I didn't say he was fat. I just said he didn't lift weights. Like at ah, all. well, you implied he was fat. Sir. No, no, I meant like he just didn't. He didn't Jeez, believe in lifting. Sean, you know, you know, your words mean something. Okay, on this show, you gotta, hold, 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 hold your horses, hold your horses. Don't I worry, said, guys. I swear, I lift. swear, we're gonna get into Mahomes' bitch fit here in a second. We just rabbit hole, rabbit hole, squirrel. Look, who's that? That's that's his son, Luke. That's Luke Lesnar. Yeah. That's the kid that you told me didn't lift until like two days ago. Well, he's lifting now in the last like year. And he's he, he's uh, he's just he's shredded, but he's not like big. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's dude. That guy is like Gandhi lean. Yeah. But I'm My man he's in looked, good shape. This, this fucking guy. 
But you, it's not it's not like his daughter Maya. Maya is jacked like dad. Dude. I really Maya should. looks exactly like Brock Lesnar. It's like imagine being like, yeah, I banged Brock Lesnar's daughter. It's like you sure she didn't bang you, bro? Like even her stance. She stands like her dad. I know. It looks it looks exactly like her. It's like if Brock Lesnar had long blonde hair. Crazy. <laughs> the picture they put next to it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Brock Lesnar is probably like, I think he's probably the, the what I consider the epitome of like physical male prowess, if you will. Like, oh, what? You, you hear what Pat McAfee said? No. Pat McAfee, this was like during WrestleMania because obviously Pat was part of WWE. Pat McAfee said, and his like raspy voice, if we ever had aliens encounter Earth and they said, give us your best human, we'll give you our best alien and we fight. I'm pronouncing Brock Lesnar is our human. Pretty much. <laughs> and then he says, he said Brock Lesnar would do things backstage. He's like, I've never seen NFL defensive and offensive linemen do. He said he would curl like 350 pounds and he was like, for reps. He goes, I haven't seen a person do that. Okay, he, he's definitely not curling 350 for yeah, reps. Yeah, but you know Pat. Pat over-exaggerates everything. I was going to say, because then he would be a world record holder. So, But Pat, you know Pat. Pat's like, this man's doing 350 curling for reps. Yeah. Because he's a great hype man. Oh, yeah. He's the so, ultimate hype man. But he's essentially saying like Brock Lesnar, even at like 44, 45, wherever he is, is still absolutely like one of the strongest people ever he's ever seen. Well, you know what's funny is, and it got me thinking the other day too, is because uh, there was uh, I was watching a video of Ronnie Coleman working out with, I think it was Brian Shaw. Is this the recent one? It was fairly recent, and it's and he so was, sad. And he, Brian he pulled Shaw up in a wheelchair. Well, and Brian Shaw was talking about retiring from uh, World's Strongest Man competitions. Okay, and he's like, you know, he's like, I've done everything I want to do, I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. I think I'm just, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm kind of good. Yeah. And he's like, how old are you? And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, you know, I'm kind of on the downside. You know, I'm coming back on the downside. And he's like, he's like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 41. And Ronnie Coleman's like, oh, 41. He goes, that was when I was at my strongest. And I'm like, wait, Ronnie Coleman and Brian Shaw was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely at my strongest right now. He goes, I just have nothing left to accomplish. Yeah. He's like, I've tapped it's, out. It's my, a motivation thing. Yeah, I've tapped out my my industry, if you will, like. I mean, what can I do? I can deadlift another six pounds, like, whatever. Like, it's not my, that's not my thing. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I've already won everything there is to win. I've already done everything there is to do. But to hear these guys say, like, I was at my strongest at 41, at 40 plus years old, to me is like, huh, okay. Because, like, I'll be 39 next month. And in my head, I'm like, well, I'm coming down. Like, I only got, I know I only have a few years left of like kind of lifting the way that I do and doing what yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. And then it becomes you change, you change and, direction. And then, well, you don't change direction. You, you're forced to change direction. Yes, of course. At that point. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm like, if I can still be, if I can be at my peak, in, if I can be at my peak in two years, strong as I've ever been, I'm like, I'll fucking take that. Mm-hmm. So that's when I kind of like, I, Hit up a couple of my buddies and and I I started asking about like different gyms and stuff and different areas to train and different things and you know this and that so I was like I was like yeah I'm like I got two years I was like okay maybe maybe forty isn't the end maybe that's just like the it's not the, the end. beginning if no you I mean like how, like you see guys like older don't worry we're still gonna get to the Mahomes thing yeah we are we you see guys getting older. 
being still in shape, like 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 the stuff they have out there now to keep you, like to keep the longevity, like not to use Tom Brady, but you can be, like keep your results longer now. There's stuff that out there that's legal that can help you keep your strength and your fitness and your ability into your 40s now. It's not like you hit 40. It's like all right, you got to. Well, just I mean, dive everybody knows like obviously TRT is a big thing. Yeah. And obviously, you know, professional athletes can't admit to using it, even though we all know they are. Oh, there's a lot of guys that use it. Most professional athletes are on some sort of testosterone. I mean, because you can't really test for it. No pun intended. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Take a guy's base levels when he comes in the league and then monitor him every year? Please, like, please don't give people ideas. No, it's just, listen, you can go on, you can go to any men's health clinic, all these men's health clinics that are like, oh, do you have erectile dysfunction? Come talk to us. We we have treatment for that. The tr- all the treatment is is they're going to tell you, here's a here's a you know take a half a half a mil of uh, you know of test a week, uh, of sip, testosterone sipinate. Here here you go, and you know if you like to dabble in the gym, you know we can prescribe you some D balls, you know. But if ED is your thing, you might want to stay away from the D balls. I only know this because I went to a men's health clinic and this is what they told me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, you mean to tell me I can come in here? And I can pay you, and you're going to send test and D-balls to my fucking doorstep, mm-hmm. and it's legal? And no one, and that's it, and they're like, yup. And I'm like, hold up. Why hasn't, like, where has this been my whole life? He's like, we put Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas on the commercials all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, no fucking way. And they're like, well, yeah, we don't recommend the, you know, the Diana ball if, you know, which is D balls for those who don't know, or Nandrolene. Uh, they're like, yeah, we don't recommend that, you know, if you have erectile dysfunction because, you know, you know, they call it deck a dick, you know, it happens. And they're like, you know, uh, you know, deck a dick is the thing; it can inhibit your ability to get an erection or whatever. And and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what deca does, but I also know what deca does. And I'm like, you cycle off deca and. You're yoked, and then all of a sudden your dick starts working again. You're like, sweet. I'm like, and they're like, or we have these, you know, these, uh, these, the, the, these other, you know, other drugs we can give you, whatever. And like, you know, if you don't want to use the deck, and I'm like, no, no, I'm all in on the deck. I'm like, what's, what's that going to run? And they're like, oh, well, for the low, low price of like seven thousand dollars a year, you, I'm like, seven thousand dollars a year for sipping deca. I'm like, I got like seventeen guys at my gym alone. That I can go to and get that for like forty bucks. <laughs> like, are you fucking out of your tits? That's like the medical marijuana I'm like, places. I'll take my chances on my own. I was like, and you know what? And then if I want to get my blood levels taken, like through my PCP, like that, it's like what three hundred bucks. I'm like, more. It's, no, for me and my insurance, it is. Oh, that sucks. Mine was like three hundred bucks. So mine's close to like five hundred. Oh, whatever, five hundred bucks as opposed Half to a seven grand? seven thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I know. Because all they do, because every six months you go in, you go into the clinic, they take your blood levels, they monitor your test levels, they see where you're at, Dude, so that way you're not like, going anabolic and this and that. But it's I'm like, like medical marijuana. People yeah. go in there. They're, they're, like, they're like, this is more expensive than just buying it from a dealer. And the guy's like, yes. Yeah, except you can buy it from us. Yes. And you know what it is. Peace of mind, I guess. And it's like, nah, man, I've been buying weed for the same guy from, from the same guy for like I trust 25 him. years. He's fine. <laughs> I'll give you his name. Or, you can call him. you know, worst case scenario, I'll just have my fucking parents grow it again. <laughs> do that. Like, whatever. Everyone can, everyone can have 12 plants or something now. Something yeah, like that, right? I, dude, my, par- uh, my parents did it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it was, dude, it was fucking, I'm like, if 17-year-old me could know 
what was taking place in my parents' house right Dude, now. Dude, you are you become like uh, the meme I always use from fucking Fallout. The guy's like this is head down with his eyes up smiling. Hold up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, you mean to tell me I used to like keep dryer sheets in my glove box and wipe myself down with them before I came in the house trying to hide the smell just in case. See, the amount of tricks people would people can go through. And, and we thought out. that we were clever. Yes. And the, no. And it's like, no, we weren't. It's like, there's no way you just put on fresh laundry. No. It's like, it's like, I did though. I bring a change of clothes with me everywhere. Yeah. Right? I mean, mama, like, the bitches gotta know I'm fresh. You know, I can't be, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, Let's get back to this Mahomes thing real quick. Oh, we got the video still. His yes, reaction to the sideline. So uh, this this is what warmed the cockles of my heart on Sunday. Because not only did the Broncos win, but this is the first time the Broncos have won on a Sunday and dominated the absolute fuck out of the Chargers. And we sent Justin Herbert to the Shadow Realm for the rest of the year, which makes me happy. I can't believe that Staley's not fired yet, but that's coming. And on top of that, every single AFC West team lost. And for the first time in, what, eight years, it felt like it actually meant something mm-hmm. for the Broncos. And this was – so this was a great day to be me, okay? Uh, we won't even – we won't touch too much on the Lakers winning the in-season tournament and being the inaugural in-season tournament champions, which why, I believe why, – Why do you care about that? Well, because it puts us at 17 and a half. You just make – just a made-up thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's totally legit. It's, it's totally fucking legit. It's the stupidest thing. Even when they announced it, I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. It's totally legit, bro. Dude, do you want to start uh, teams that win this never win the finals thing? Because I feel like that's what's going to start. Mm. Teams that win this will never win the finals Or year. when the Lakers win the finals this year. Because they're vibing like a motherfucker right now. Right now. Right now, they're vibing. And, and so, when they win the finals this year, even though I know AD, I think, tweaked his groin tonight. At some wow, point. shocker. I know. Um, but when they win the finals this year, and they're going to be the first team to win the in-season tournament and the finals, and they'll probably be the last team to ever do it. If that happens, everyone, they'll probably be the first and last. Everyone else will be held to that standard and be like, well, you ain't the Lakers, bitch. You got to do it both. Do you know what, do you, both. Do you know what's funny? I would love to show you that video that I sent in like the chat about KG and Paul Pierce talking about like the importance of like, the thing, and then... Paul Pierce leaving Braun off of his top five oh, yeah. right now. We can't play that video at all. Why? KG says. We don't say it. KG says whatever KG I says. I know, but. I'll play it. I don't give a shit. It's way too Send many. it to the chat. No. Send it to the chat. Already, I'm going to play. All right. This is Mahomes' bitch fit. You send that to the chat. I already did, but it's the link. Uh, well, get me the video. <sighs> get me the video. I want to see this. Uh, here's Mahomes. Um. Having an absolute fucking meltdown, which just, God, this just makes me so happy. Well, have they lost the locker room? What is going on here with Mahomes? I just said that frustration is growing for Mahomes. He can only do so. That was it. That was it. Oh, shit. I gave you the short one. Sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, by the way, while I'm looking for the uh, the Wait, Kevin Garnett video, um, what about the, uh, the 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 Buffalo Bills head coach being a terrorist? Who knew? Oh yeah, right. We didn't talk about Sean McDermott using the nine eleven terrorists as a great team working scenario, um, which was really odd. But again, uh, I'm going to quote the president of Harvard on this one, and I'm going to say, I'm going to need to see some context on that before I make any judgments. So, from Sean McDermott himself, he said, "The analogy I used was a poor one, and I regret it." But he said, I said, if the terrorists could band together 
and complete a mission like September 11th, then we can band together as a team and make the <laughs> to make the playoffs. I mean, like there's like so many other analogies you could have drawn. You know, like uh, the guys that killed Osama bin Laden. If like they band together as a team, like a common goal, uh, Iwo Jima would have been great. You know, um, no. Nope. Uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, uh, the Doolittle raids. You know, uh, after Pearl Harbor. Um, shit, I don't know, D-Day uh, Jesus Christ, dude There's like so many other ones I could have come up with Besides that But the, um, the videos that came out And like the memes that came out from that It was crazy Of like the Buffalo Bills practice Is like, is like the terrorist training camp They're all the, in the, the monkey, monkey bars, bars. <laughs> <laughs> the, him, is, him is Wolverine Hold the picture of Osama Bin Laden <laughs> <laughs> that, one was, that one fucking had me crying um, But no, Mahomes throwing this bitch fit I've never seen him do anything like that. Well, because like, again, but, but trying to fight a seventy-year-old ref. Let's let's put this in perspective, Sean. This is the first time in Mahomes' career adversity that they've actually faced some like adversity this deep into the season. Where like, okay, uh, we're not running away with the division. You know, the Broncos are on our nipping at our heels. We're not playing great football. We don't have Tyreek Hill. We don't have, uh, you know, this all, uh, overwhelming amount of talent that, like, oh shit, like we actually might be in a dogfight. And again, this is why I believe, and I think if you look at the standings right now, and I'm going to, uh, let's see, you've got Baltimore as the one seed. Miami is still the two seed, nine and four, and then said, Jacksonville, just, Kansas City are tied right now for the three seed, and Denver is one game out, Indy is one game out, and Buffalo is two games out. But Buffalo has to win against the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. They they got a big game coming up on Sunday. If they lose, they're done. Yeah. Oh, it, this is a winner take all. Like this is the like either Miami wins the division on Sunday. Or they leave the door open and maybe, you know, Buffalo could still falter, but they're they're kind of taking it out of their own way. hands. So this this is the first time in Mahomes' career that we're seeing him actually have to like face some a little bit of adversity. And it's not looking like they're gonna get the one seed. No, not at and all. And they're gonna get home field throughout. They're gonna Absolutely have to go not. on the road for a playoff game. They're gonna have to play on wild card weekend for the first time in his career. Like this is looking like it. Like oh, okay, yeah, hey, oh, you thought this gravy train was just gonna keep on rolling? Like nah, dog. Guess what? Y- you ain't all that, and we're here to tell you that. And this fucking is what we're terrible. gonna get. And I cannot fucking wait. And I hope the fucking Chiefs go one and done so bad. Even though the refs are going to do everything they can to keep them in it because they want the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. I mean, how awful would it be if, like, the Chiefs got to the Super Bowl and Travis Kelsey proposed to Taylor Swift on the field, like, after the game, after they win? Like, say the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and then Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift. Um, and then she says no. So here, here's the thing. What if Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift Week one of the wild card playoffs, week one of the wild card playoffs at halftime, while the Chiefs are down by 17 points. Because if they lose, at least we have a highlight of Travis Kelsey marrying Taylor Swift. It doesn't matter about them losing anymore. True. <laughs> oh no! 
Someone found the five hundred thousand to a million dollar Tom Brady Expos card. Really? On, on day one, the one of one Tom Brady signed Superfractor was found by TDS Breaks on release day. Apparently, it is going to be one million. A, a millionaire super collector has offered a one million dollar bounty for this card. So shout out to the person that just pulled that card. Because they're probably an instant millionaire. One millionaire, though. Just the one millionaire. Just the one millionaire, yes. So after taxes, you're going to be like a 600... A thousandaire. You're going to be a 600,000-aire. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Cool. That might be... that. You know what? I hope that's enough to pay off his student loans. <laughs> He's like, sadly, it is not. All right. Let's... I haven't seen this video yet, so we're going to watch this for the first time. But anyway... Uh, the KG one. Oh, um, I've seen the whole video. You have, yes. By the way, we have we do not say any of these words. Listen, we're not saying anything. This is all this is Kevin all Garnett Kevin Garnett and Paul, and Pierce. Paul Pierce. But uh, just to put a happy little bow on this Kansas City Chiefs thing, um, the way that Kansas, they, the way that they came out, like we had the video of uh, Mahomes going up to Josh Allen after the game. Yeah, it was the most bullshit call I've ever fucking seen. Blah blah blah. It's like. Dog, that was you, crazy. It's like you can't just say good game, like like as if Josh Allen either a gives a fuck about what the refs called or if it was bullshit or not, or b, uh, what was I gonna say? Gives a shit about the refs called or b, gives a flying fuck that you lost. Like no, he doesn't give a shit about either one of those things. So fuck off, dude. Like go out to him, hey man, great game. See in the, see you in January. No shit. And and keep it pushing, like. I mean, and then you got Brittany Mahomes taking a picture of the officials. Yeah, with, I know. Putting goat yeah. or MVP. Yeah, MVP. It's M- like MVP Brittany, underneath. It's like she faded away it's so like much. We, it's we like we completely had forgotten about you, and then you you do this, and we're like, oh right, you're an insufferable cunt. Never mind. Yeah, she's a fucking psycho. Like I can't fucking stand any of them. Jackson, Brittany. Jackson's in deep shit. Yeah, yeah, he is, which is good. Yeah. He should be. Um, but nonetheless, I fucking hate all of them. I'm so fucking glad the Chiefs are fucking reeling right now. Mm-hmm. I hope they drop two out of their next three, uh, next four and the Broncos win out. I mean, it starts on Saturday for us with the Lions. I think if the Broncos beat the Lions and then we got Chargers, Patriots, Raiders left, we should run the table. And all we need to do is the, all we need is the Chiefs to drop uh, a couple. We'll see. And I would love nothing more than to dethrone the fucking Kansas City. Could you imagine after a one and five start, the Broncos end up winning the division? Uh, no, at this point, I, I'm expecting the Broncos to make a come from behind like like leap. Well, I mean, we're definitely going to the playoffs. I think we're we're almost like especially if we beat if we beat Detroit on Saturday, I think we're guaranteed a playoff spot. If definitely, they, because if you beat them Sunday. You volleyed Saturday. them Saturday. Oh, so well, we beat we Detroit. When do you play the Chiefs? We don't. We're, we're done with the Chiefs. You're we already played. We Chiefs. already played. We split with them. So Detroit. I'm sorry. Detroit is not as powerful as they were like five weeks ago. Listen, Detroit is not. When the last time Detroit did anything impressive was opening night beating Kansas City. No, like six weeks, five, six weeks ago, they they, they had an impressive win. Nope. No, you sure. Didn't. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, dude. Detroit has not done anything fucking impressive in a long time. They're 9-4. and four. All right. Listen, this is their last couple of games, okay? 
they lost to Chicago on Sunday. All right, they beat New Orleans barely. They lost to the Packers on Thanksgiving, yep. which was embarrassing. Yep. They barely beat the Bears. They barely beat the Chargers. Okay, they they beat the Raiders. They got smoked by the Ravens, thirty-eight to six. Damn. You're back in week seven. Holy so shit! That was a while ago. Uh, they beat the Bucks, Panthers, Pan- like they haven't beaten anybody. They lost to the Seahawks in week two. Like they haven't done anything overly impressive in a while. Damn, I thought they did. I thought they did a lot better than that. Uh, they're nine and four. Their record says they're good, but, but they're that, not that, that Thanksgiving good. loss on Green Bay was kind of fucking. Dude, did you watch that game? They were, I did. They were ass. They were not good. Dude, Aiden Hutchinson, I don't know what happened to him. He was making high school mistakes where he was running across the defensive line. The running back, because he would just basically let go of his leverage and, and keeping the guys in. Yep. The running back would just do a wide out to the right. Then he would, like, Terminator, like, T-1000 sprint toward the guy and not make it. I'm like, Aiden Hutchinson's making, like, he's trying to do everything. Yeah, he was trying to do too much. He's still trying to do too much. Yep. I get it. He's crazy athletic freak, but... He's you can't do it all. No, you can't. And but it just goes so the way it works out and I don't know what the I think the Chiefs schedule is pretty favorable for them for the last four games. Is it? Uh well they're at New England this weekend. They get the Raiders, the Bengals, and then they're at the Chargers with no Justin Herbert. That that's uh, maybe Brandon, Brandon Staley gets fired tomorrow. We need, we would need like New England to come up huge, and like the Bengals to come out of nowhere uh, for us to win the division. But it could, it's it's possible. I'm not sold on the Chiefs. Those four games normally I would look at as slam dunks, but you got two division games, a Bengals team that's playing relatively inspired football without their leader, and a Patriots team that has one of the better defenses in the league, if not, you know, a, a top five defense in the league. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. Who knows what could happen with that? So, oh yeah, yeah, no, the 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 the, uh, the fucking Broncos are, are throttling the Patriots. We can't do anything on offense, man. We can't. Christmas do Eve, I think, and we got you in our house too, dude. We can't. We can't do anything. I don't know how we scored three touchdowns against the Steelers. Like I was baffled at those plays because the Steelers. Let Hunter Henry wide open t- twice, and then the other touchdown was Zeke. Right? No, it wasn't not Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Zeke scored one. Dude, Zeke tore it up. Yeah. I love Zeke. Zeke had what? I hope twenty eight, like one hundred and forty total yards. Yeah, like that. he had something like Dude, that. Yeah, crazy. I've been saying all year. I'm like, I hope Zeke stays here for for the rest of his career. Dude, he played well. I think he's going back to Dallas after the season, though. I don't. You don't I think Dallas is also with him? No, Dallas. I think wants it back because Paul Pollard's not doing that great. Yeah, but I don't think they go old guy. But I think they back. go tandem. No. Paul did well with that, though. Nah. I think they'll go somebody else. I don't think it'll be Zeke. Okay. But we'll see. Who knows? I mean, it's Jerry Jones. You never know. He could be like, I was here for the glory hole days. I want to be here for the glory hole days. I was here when he was cutting his shirt short. I was here when he was cutting his pants long. (laughs) It's like, Jerry, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about, Jerry? Um, All right, let's do this KG thing before we get out of here because we're already at – we're already – yeah, and can we can we push Shohei to next week? Because I think more yes. I think more is going to come out of that. Yeah, we'll because... do the Otani thing next week because the way that this the way that so just to touch on it real quick, the way I think you and I are both on the same page about this, the way that this contract is 
staggered. Looking like it's going to be, like where he's deferring all of his money money till after he's going to be retired. We're like, you you can't can't do do that. that. No, you're circumventing the the, the salary cap. The reason for the salary cap. But is this this just a Bobby Bobby Bonilla deal on steroids? Like, I mean, like insane steroids? Yeah, essentially. But they made contract that they they made updates to the policy in the MLB Players Association to stop Bobby Bonilla type deals. Right. So we and thought- this is this is to stop because the whole point of the salary cap and the and the luxury tax threshold is to stop MLB teams specifically from hoarding talent. He's saying join the Dodgers but still go out and sign all the best free agents you possibly can and this is the way to do it. That's fucking But if he's willing to wait on that money for Thirty years? Can you blame him? But no, he's circ- but the but the Dodgers are circumventing the the salary. I cap. know, I know, I know. You got to pay the guy, and like you got to do it. But I don't know how this is going to work because I've yet to see a rebuttal or an answer to what the Dodgers are doing that tells me that like, oh yeah, okay, this is going to get shot down. It's just I don't know something doesn't. Smell I haven't. Right. I haven't. You're right. Because it's it, MLB. It doesn't pass the nose test. But MLB... But it's I, like, if the MLB... If, if the NBA can shit-can Chris Paul, which, again, I think that that was uh, like 10 years ago, uh, a couple days ago, was the anniversary of Chris Paul to the fucking Lakers being yes, shit-canned by yes. fucking David Stern and fucking faggot motherfucker. Like, he, fuck he, you. He's uh, he's rolling in his grave right now. Fucking hate that motherfucker. Uh, so I'll fucking take that. Fuck him. Fuck you. Kobe would, had, Kobe would have had two more fucking rings. You fucking cunt piece of shit. Um, sorry. If the NBA can do that, how is the, how are the, how is the MLB not going to step in and be like, yo, whoa, like, what are you guys doing here? I know. Like, if you if he wants to be a Dodger, fine. He but you al- want to pay him $700 million, fine. He was always going to be either L.A., Angels, LA Dodgers, or Seattle Mariners. Those are always the three teams. West Coast because it's close to Japan, and the rumor and the rumor is it it was very by his agents too. It mattered tremendously the TV times because then people in Japan could still watch his games. Yes, because they need to overnight parts from Japan. That's right. I'm telling you, there's a TV deal there somewhere, and that's why the MLB is like, we'll let the slide on the road. Ten second car, bro, not a ten minute car. And imagine if, like, the MLB gets a sweetened deal, and then now the Dodgers get a sweetener deal, too. I know. Like, they, they get, like, a specialized, like, almost like a, a streaming service contract in Japan. Like, oh, watch a show here anytime you want. I don't know why they scream it like that. I don't know. The fucking announcer. Because that's how the Japs talk. I know. The fucking announcers scream at everything, and you're just like, you're either so into it or so against it. Well, so you don't have to apologize for the Japs. I mean, like. You know, they might have reformed themselves, but let's not forget they basically raped and murdered the entire continent of Asia at one point. So, oh anyway. It was Genghis Khan. Hey, gang, no. <laughs> uh, it was Emperor Hirohito, actually. <laughs> no, I, no, I did way before that. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> All right, let's do this KG video, and uh, we'll, we'll end on this. We didn't say any of these words. He's still elite. Is he top five in the league still, LeBron? Hell That's yeah. That's what's making Hell it impressive. Yeah. That's exactly Hell so yeah. What? Bron ain't top five in the league. Name four other players better than Bron right now that you picking. Luka Dockage, the Joker, no. MB. No, I'm not picking none of these niggas over Giannis, here. and Tatum. 
Shut up. Him, I love that. I saw motherfuckers. Please stop with this nonsense. Oh, you man, stop, Pete, that was impressive. Man, get your ass out here. I saw, jo- right I saw Joel and Big have 15 points in the final game. That was get right your right garbage that ass out of here. Man, fuck I, is you talking about, bro? That one, then you, bro. Right fuck is game. you talking about, nigga? You act like you don't need no basketball, nigga. You don't need no basketball, nigga. Luca, I ain't never been to no motherfucker final. Cupcake, dog. I'm starting to talk hard on Luca, bro. Cupcake. You talking that goofy shit. You talking Braun, nigga. 66,000 <laughs> minutes, nigga. Respect, Lord. Nigga, 38 doing it. The fuck is you talking Those about? Those guys aren't greater than Bron. Niggas, cupcakes when they come to Bron. I'm talking about cupcakes. I'm saying top five today. I'm, nigga, I'm talking about today. We're not talking about body of work fuck now. fuck is you talking about then? Cupcake? <laughs> fuck you talking about? Motherfucking B had 15 points in a, in a, in a game seven. Al Horford. Want to hear that shit? Get the something. fuck out of here. Bron, nigga. I ain't putting none of them niggas in front of Bron. Jordan, yeah. We know those same game of Brian. Yeah. You, you know those same thing. You know those same thing. You know those same thing. Lord first, nigga. Way, you all oh, Lord first. Secondly, nah, I'm calling it a spade a spade. This is straight space. Ah, spade. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about? These are spades. We ain't never seen no nigga have thirty nine thousand. Hey, get this man a LeBron jersey real quick so you can put nah, it on. Nah, not at all. Y'all know what I am. I told you why I'm here in Hollywood today. Shout to Hollywood. Hollywood. Make sure when y'all in LA, y'all pick up that new Hollywood. You feel me? Shout to Zach. Jesus hands. Right. What you talking about, Lord? We ain't here. Right. Let's get back Joker, to this. Luka no, Doncic. No way. Giannis. I don't know if I'm taking him beta over Bron. Keep going. I'm taking Shea Gilgis over Brown right now. No way, that's crazy. That's wild, bro. Oh no, man. He got them boys number two in the yeah, West right yeah, now. Yeah. He got them number two. And Tatum. Uh. Dude, <laughs> now, do you understand why I love KG I, so much? I mean He goes he goes, I'm not even a LeBron fan. I was never a KG fan. I'm becoming more of a KG but fan. But no, he's been like that since day one. I know he has, but, but he goes he goes in the league, he goes. While he was still playing, he said, fuck LeBron. LeBron's the biggest piece of shit I've ever met in my life. As soon as he retired, he's like, nah, LeBron's great. But he just he has to differentiate. Well, like, he's he's got that switch. Yes, he does. Yeah, I mean, but then when Paul Pierce after was like he, after he rams his head off the stanchion three times, you know, and yeah. you know, that's it. Then then KG's KG. I, I when when Paul Pierce named those four guys and KG got real heat. KG was legitimately mad. He was legit pissed off. He called him cupcake. N word countless goofy. times, goofy, ugly. Which if MB he goes, MB got 15 points in a game seven. Listen, Get him out of here. I hang around a lot of very um, hood individuals, sure, if course, you will, yes. on a daily basis. Yeah, um, goofy is like one of those words that, like, when you use that, like, in like in that con, like to them, that's like a that's like a that's a pretty big insult. What about cupcake? I've never heard him call. He called Paul Pierce cupcake like three times. Cupcake is. I haven't heard that one too much, but goofy is definitely one where it's like, yo, you goofy. Like that's that's like almost like it's not fighting words, but it's like you're teetering on fighting words. He got he got he sat forward, and then Paul Pierce was like, "Yo, get this man a LeBron jersey." And KG could tell was just yo, like, he was bullshit. I'm gonna punch Paul Pierce yeah. in the face. <laughs> Oh, it was fucking great. And then, and then, and then, and then, Paul Pierce was like, "I'm not talking about body work. I'm talking about today." And KG, I am talking about today. Yeah, I am talking. About, he's 38 years old, dude. And he's out there averaging a triple double every night. Like, listen, you can love LeBron or hate LeBron. And, and listen, I love LeBron on the court. LeBron off the court, I could take or leave. But, 
but that's KG. not that's not the point. My point is I can separate the art from the artist, right? Oh yeah. I love LeBron, the basketball player. He's up there with he's up there with Kobe, Michael, Larry, Magic. Absolutely. He's up there with those he guys. He said it himself. Like, sorry, he's in that top five now. He said no. KG says LeBron's third all time to him. He goes, I yeah, goes, I'm I, taking I'm taking Michael, Kobe, and then LeBron. And I'd be perfectly fine with that list. And he was he was like top of his head, no stutter, and didn't think about it. He's like, those are my top three. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. And then as long as you got Larry and Michael to round out that top five. I think he would definitely have that. Larry up there because I don't think I don't think KG Because Larry was the coldest dude to ever do it. I don't bro. think KG appreciated the history because he said it many times when he was here. He goes, I never appreciated Boston's history. He goes, I just thought it was a bunch of white dudes run by a white dude. Just, just beating people, and he goes, and I got here, and he goes, some slick ass motherfuckers, yo. <laughs> and the way he said real. it though, because because obviously he, Danny, can say, he can say it in the only way that the only the, he can say it in a way that only KG can say it. Because Danny was obviously his GM, yeah. And then Danny was like, dude, we did this like like all the shit you're doing now, we we invented that. And he's like, nah. I didn't show him the tapes, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, all right. But yeah, I, I stand corrected. But so. KG said, like he said, he goes, he goes. My real basketball did, career didn't start until I came to Boston. And he goes, I'm not being disrespectful to Minnesota. He goes, I kind of grew up there and got. But my he was just a me. player there. <laughs> he said he felt like a kid, and then when he got to the when he got to the Celtics, he became like an adult. Yeah, he was he was a, he was just a guy. He was a good player in Minnesota. He was a Hall of Famer in Boston. Yeah, absolutely. That's what he transitioned to. He transitioned from a really good player to a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. And you know me and everything I've said about KG over the years. I, I'm not KG's biggest fan. Uh, not even close. Paul is. Paul I love loves KG. KG. Me too. Paul was like a big KG fan before when he, he was, was in Minnesota. He before was, he, long before he became Boston. When we traded for Boston. him. Oh, I'll give Paul his props on that. Paul was riding the KG bandwagon long before he came to Boston. 06, 07 we traded for him? 07. It was 07. Yeah. We traded for KG. I was like... Holy shit, that's like one of the biggest trades I think I've ever Summer seen. Summer of 07. I was blown away. I was like, that's massive. And then when he came here and he did this whole shtick of like, you know, like how he was and like how he held himself, I had the KG jersey. I had the t-shirt jersey. KG was like the guy I loved. Because I didn't, I was never a Paul Pierce fan. Like Paul Pierce was good, but I was like, I don't know. Like it's something that didn't, I hated Antoine Walker. I hated the wiggle, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I was never like a big, big, even now I'm not like a gigantic Celtics fan. Like I like Tatum, I like Brown, but I'm not like big on any of these guys. Like Kevin Garnett, I love to watch. Like I loved watching Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And since he left the Celtics, I haven't had a person that's been like, I loved to watch this guy. Right. And I mean, that makes sense because the last time the Celtics were truly good, was was when they were here, 2010. When they were here, so it's been a minute. If for you only guys. Kendrick Perkins didn't. didn't and I love how I love how like Pierce like Pierce sneakily sneaks like Tatum in there, like over oh, LeBron all the time. I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? I Paul don't give Pierce. a fuck if like you can sit here and say like, oh, you know, Tatum is a top five guy, but Paul if Pierce. you're putting Tatum over LeBron even right now. You are either the biggest Boston homer I've ever you've, you've ever met, is. or you are completely fucking oblivious to everything that is going on in the NBA. Joey, but Paul Pierce is the biggest green teamer, more than some fans. He talked about when we traded for I forgot who we traded for some some guy I don't even know his name. Paul Pierce was like, "You don't understand 
how good this piece is going to fit in Boston. The guy was the guy was useless. I think the guy had like 12 minutes or something like that like a couple of years ago. But Paul Pierce talked about this guy as if he was like the next coming of like mm-hmm. of like Michael Jordan or something like that. Paul Pierce is a gigantic greed teamer that bleeds Boston green. Which, he and, loves every and, move. And you know what? Hey, that's fine. You want to be a cheerleader for your team, be a cheerleader for your team. But don't don't expect me to take you seriously. Kevin Garnett, not a cheerleader. Kevin Garnett, loves Boston. Not a cheerleader, not at all. He's like, that dude's ass. <laughs> He's like, he's like, you're telling me you're taking Tatum and Giannis? He's like, and he's like, oh, I'm taking Luca. He's like, Luca, Luca, has Luca ever even been out of the first round of the playoffs? I know. Like what? Uh, Garnett, not a fan of uh, J- uh, Jalen Brown and uh, and, the, and the playoff dribbling. Nope. And listen, I like guys like KG. You know why? Because guys like Honest. KG keep it real. Honest. They keep it 100. percent And they know how to talk to you in a way that like. It might not be pleasing to the ear, and it may come off as aggressive or a little bit antagonistic, but guess what? You're going to hear their true thoughts, their true feelings, and I like the rawness, dude. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate the realness of it. I like, give it to me raw. No OJ, no straw. Oh, that's a good way to end the show. Give it to me raw, no OJ, no straw. Good night. <laughs> Click. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for trying, <laughs> tuning in. Row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio. 11-11, make a wish. Oh, is it really already that late? Yeah, Holy yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, we ran a little bit long tonight. Who cares? But ah, only, nah, we only ran 17 minutes longer than we usually do. Yeah, whatever. Do. Who cares? Well, we started a little bit later. Yeah, someone had to take a shit. You can't blame me this week. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Fuck you. I can always blame you. It's fine. I'll always blame you. I said matter. yes 90% of the time. I was like, yeah, it's because of me. I'm late. Today, I was here, and you're like, I got to take a dump. I wasn't expecting you to be here. <laughs> oh, listen, I wouldn't be sitting here. I would that, that that piss break that I had to take while you were talking by yourself, that would have been like 15 minutes. I'm going to turn. I'm, one night, you should just take take the night off. Go on stairs and like, and like, and like I'm going to say smoke. You know, smoke. Have like a <laughs> drink. Play some pool. I'll be up here. I'll just be screaming into the microphone like I'm Stephen A. Smith. Like, give me something that happens like crazy in Boston sports, and I'll be like, why does this man have the ball? Like Just Bill screaming. Belichick gets fired. Oh, man. Like, I mean, come on. We, we led the show with that. Bill do, you, Bel- do, you know, do you realize that Bill Belichick is not going to be your head coach on opening first, day for the first, first all, time I'm in hoping, 23 years, 24 I'm hoping, years? I'm hoping that's like an over-exaggeration taken out of context. Right. We do not. We, we do. I do want to say that we cannot 100% confirm it yet, but it is being reported by multiple media outlets. I was eating when I, when I opened up the app, and I stopped eating, and I went, I, I, I don't think I, I stopped breathing and everything. I was in the mid-eating. I was like that Hasbulla clip where he's like eating like super of yeah. chairs and he's like. <laughs> I love that, kid. Man. Guy, I know, man. Don't, uh, like Mike Tyson, like Mike Tyson, Tyson picks him, him. kissing him and they're like, yo, Mike, that's like a 21-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> he picks him up. He's like tickling him and shit. I fucking love Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson so much. Mike Tyson thought I was a child and it's a 21-year-old man. Mike Tyson is a national treasure. Oh, my like, God. Like, you got to put like Booger McFarlane, Mike Tyson, Shannon Sharp. Like, let's elevate them to national treasure status. Oh, like, my God. The, the shit they do is Untouchables. You see the video of Shannon Sharp at the airport, and we can get off. There's Shannon Sharp at the airport, and someone's like, someone's like, like doing this, like following him. He turns around, and he goes, "The fuck!" <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy just goes, <laughs> "That's all you see." The camera's going through. The but Shannon Sharp screams out, "The fuck!" Because he sees the guy like record him the whole way, and then the guy throws the phone down. I just like, thought it was great. Oh, it's Shannon Sharp in the wild. <gasps> like it's like yeah, cool dude. Like 
famous people travel too. Like, yeah, calm and Jay Chop reacted very poorly because he turned around. Sorry, I think like, that's an, no. I think that's inaccurate. No airport stuff. I hundred percent agree with people getting harassed at airports for like autographs and like swarm no, that shit. That. That's fucked up. I went. I walked by Mike Ditka in the airport one time, uh, coming over spring break. Damn. And I had an Ed McCaffrey jersey on, and, and, like I, and I walked by him because I was going like to a snack bar. And I looked at him and I did a double take and I saw him and I was like, oh shit. And he just, and he was on the phone. And he just goes, nice jersey, kid. And I kept, and I was like, thanks, coach. And I kept it pushing. Yeah, don't bother people. Because I had an Eddie Mack jersey on. Like, yeah. and this is back in like, oh, four, five, like whatever it was. Like, yeah. and he was just like, nice jersey. Like, thanks, coach. And he just went back to his phone call. Uh, I'm like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, coach, can I? No, no, no. I ain't about that life, bro. I, I don't I don't like airport stuff. Like, no. Like, I, listen, like unfortunately, we all have to travel through the yes. same airports. Like, yes. we can't all fly private all the time. And it's like, I would love to fly private if I was famous all the time so I didn't have to deal with you fucking plebs. Look at Joe Flacco. Flying coach. <laughs> Imagine that, like, I end up on a fucking flight next to, like, sitting next to Joe Flacco on the flight down. I'm like, you piece of shit. Imagine... Do you have any idea what you did to Peyton Manning's legacy, you fucking cocksucker? I, I would be so pissed if I, like, got on a plane and here comes David Tyree. I'd be like, you asshole motherfucker. You're like, this motherfucker, right? You're like, you don't play all year. You'd be like, I'm, t- I, I, I'm telling you right now, this motherfucker ain't real. And you're like, get me off this flight. And they're like, sir, we're, we've, we've already seen this act. We're not, we're not doing this again. Nah, I, 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 I don't think you heard me. I just expose myself. They're like, all right. Well, you put a bur- you, just, you just break out a Burger King crown oh, and just put it on. Oh. And they're like, no, no, no. Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah, you can go. Can't you can go. do that. Can't get off, do get that. off, get off. All right, all right. Let's leave it there. Anyway, Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next Tuesday night, uh, 845, right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford guy. And hopefully we'll have a full house next week. Yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe, you know, if uh, Butters isn't grounded. BK, have it your way. Kaboom! You lose. <laughs> um, we'll be back. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Don't forget, we got a triple header on Saturday. Uh, my Broncos will be the nightcap, 8 o'clock, and at the Lions. Can't wait. Looking forward to that. Uh, let's go, Broncos, and um, down with the Chiefs. Later. And also, RIP in peace, New England. Ah, ha, ha. Yo, fuck ah, you. Ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. Anyway, we'll be back next week. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Later. Peace.